Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Little Wing is now streaming on Paramount Plus. I'm in a period of emotional upheaval. Is that all the oh, I don't care crap? A little adventure. Where are you going? I'm gonna steal a bird from the Russian pigeon mafia. Let's do it. Goes a long way. <laughs> Starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Life can hurt, but life is sweet. Little Way, Brady PG 13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Now streaming exclusively on Fairmount Plus. Never quit. Never quit. Never quit radio. All right, everybody, welcome back to the TNQ Podcast. I'm your host, Marcus Luttrell. Every week, it's my job to fire you up, to ignite the legend inside of you, and to push you to your greatness. Join me every week as I take you into my briefing room with some of the most hard-charging people on the planet. They're going to show you how to embrace the suck of life, teach you the values of working your ass off, and charge through whatever life throws at you. This is the Team Never Quit Podcast. Don't buckle up, Buttercup. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Team Never Quit Podcast. Hey, if you guys haven't already, make sure you follow us on social media, team underscore never quit. You can follow Marcus, follow myself, Morgan, all of us, Melanie. Everybody's got something going on, so you can keep up with us, what we've got going on. We've got a killer episode for you guys, but we like to kick things off. What was the first concert you ever attended? <gasps> New Kids on the Block. Whoa. Yeah. How one. was it? How yeah. old were you? You know what? I don't know if it was New Kids on the Block or Debbie Gibson. It was the same time period, and I don't remember which one was actually first. Yeah. So um, I would have gone to hell if I went to that. <laughs> so mine was uh, um, DC Talk, which was a Christian nice. rap, rap band, and uh, Michael W. Smith. Oh, yeah. So that's yeah. the kind of concerts I was supposed to be going to. So I was at a <laughs> Christian school, um, but I, uh, yeah, mine were New Kids on the Block God, and WKC. You're so much cooler than me. <laughs> I've done anything to do that, but instead. Yeah, my mom was um, Millie Vanilli and, dude, who, was with, who opened for them? It was uh, That's a pretty good one. It was. This is when they were really good, too. I saw a meme. Whatever today that means, you know. That, yeah. <laughs> I, saw I don't know that, that, that those two yeah. things go together like we talked yeah. about. And yeah, so I had, uh, boomers, you know yeah. who Millie Vanilli is. Everyone else just Google them. Right. Just Google well, it. And I saw a meme today that said, um, it had a picture of Millie Vanilli looking really sad, and it said, whatever year that was, um, gets in trouble for lip syncing to songs, and then it has today's TikTokers and says makes millions yeah. off of <laughs> lip syncing songs. That's the truth. The irony. <laughs> right. I think D-Mob was there. 
Mine was also a Christian concert. Terrifying artist, actually. Carmen. Oh, I remember Carmen. I can still do like the mimes thing when he was like fighting the devil. Dude, those are some. If you watch the music video of some of those, they're creepy. Yeah. Very, very creepy. Never heard of Carmen. Good. It's creepy. Yeah. My mom would not let me not listen to Christian music growing up, but then I slowly phased into bad stuff. But you know, Christian music was like all I was allowed. KSBJ, which is like the Houston Christian station. The drama class that I was in, we recreated multiple (laughs) Carmen Carmen skits with the white mime face paint. And then... This was that big one when he had the movie that came out at the same time. Was it terrible? Like Champion or... Champion, that's it. Oh, it was weird. Never heard of I never, yeah, I didn't get that. Watch one. the music videos later. It'll no, creep don't, you out. Don't. <laughs> Do don't it. let children see it. Do it. <laughs> They're terrible. It really is. What a great. You got to use that reverse stuff question. around here, man. Like, everybody watch it. Watch yeah. it. Nobody watch it. It freaked me out. I've watched it as an adult to just like see if I was just like a kid freaked out. No, yeah, it's no. terrifying. It's, it's horrible. Yeah. John, what about you? First concert, I had went to one of those Michael W. Smith DC mm. talk shows as well. Uh, My Kate. church almost split over Amy Grant. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, I went to an Amy Grant concert, too. It was she around was really the same good. time period. She was really so good. Talented. It was at the Woodlands Pavilion. All of us church folk. I here. feel like I don't belong in this room. <laughs> Marcus did not grow up listening to Christian music. <laughs> I just want real musicians again. I went and saw the, I took my wife on a date last night, and we saw the new Elvis musical. Oh. And oh, had, at a movie theater, it's, yeah, it's called Elvis. And it, you know, he's surrounded by Aretha Franklin and BB King. We miss her both, uh, yeah. And I mean, I, real musicians yeah, yeah. to include Elvis, who is a real musician yeah. and an entertainer. And then, and then we're driving in the car from the movie theater back home, and we're just like, uh, scan, scan, yeah, scan because it was just li- literally trash. Mm-hmm. Every single song was a remix of something, no, nothing original, no real musicians. And uh, and I just wanted to pull my eyes out. Aww. So it's happened to the movies too. Have you noticed that? Yeah, like they start even the ones they're trying to redo, they just is that this disastrous. But what I like the new Top Gun. I well, we really can get do. into that. I mean, have I you seen really it? Do. I have. You have. Yeah. You don't I, like it? No, I want to be a pilot. I, I would like oh, to join the first one got me like that. Too. <laughs> I mean, like I was, I was I like, never I, I want to be in the Navy. Dude, I had an F eighteen model. I drove yeah. the yard with it, dude. Man, I was the same way. I haven't seen it yet, but I've talked to like JT and a couple of the hardcore pilots, man, and all of them said, you know, it was pretty. It's pretty good. Yeah, I would like blow all the dudes needed whatever has to happen to make it into the navy i would do that oh is that good yeah it was that was, good did to tom be an cruise save america he did i think, I think he it's saved america. really yeah. good babe <laughs> thank I you keep tom telling you you need to go see it <laughs> i will and he also like was going to sacrifice himself in a moment of selfishness that was not very he would yes. tom cruise would yeah. see the new bob hope I don't. I think so. Maybe. Man, he, he's been <laughs> saying a lot of things, and going back to some older interviews where he was talking about like kids and the the, the dangerous direction that young men are going, and the lack of and, and Ritalin and ADHD and like all. There's some some interviews where at the time he sounded like a crazy person, and now you go back to like 2015 and 2016, and 2017, you're like, oh man, that guy was calling it. Yeah, he knew some stuff we didn't. Yeah, so ahead of the times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Tom. And he's also frozen in time. He cast. He that's really the weirdest is. thing. People don't understand that. You man, I mean, has frozen. How, how do you do this? I don't, I don't know. know the silent, Scientology thing really freaks me out. Um, but that aside, everybody's got something that makes them majestic. Yeah, you know, he, freaking different. <laughs> 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 mysterious. He, he looks as good. Freaking mysterious. He, he looks as good. Exact same. Yeah, and then um, Kelly McGillis. Yeah. Was she in there? She was not. She could not. No, oh no, really? No. Oh no? No, no. no. no uh-uh. Age has not been kind so to her. He's, he's, <laughs> she he, is not he, Okay, so he actually got bit by Brad Pitt then. <laughs> yeah, yes. 
And <laughs> that's what happened. Val Kilmer was in it, and um, they had to do a lot of magic, Hollywood magic, just to make him even be able to be on screen. And then there's just like Tom Cruise walking around, flirting with whatever that young girl. Yeah, the I don't general's daughter. Na- I'm really bad at names, but um... from the general's daughter movie. No, so in the original, they made a a joke about him hooking up with the admiral's daughter. Oh, oh Peggy Benjamin. Yeah, Peggy's actually in this one. Come on. Yes. Yeah. Ma- they thought of everything. And she is gorgeous. She is. She is also frozen. You get to in see time. her. Mm-hmm. You get the reason to see for her. the flyby. Yeah, the reason yeah. for the flyby. Oh, I need to go see. And this it thing. is worth I'm it. I'm telling you. I've been telling you. I seriously this. want to join the navy. <laughs> And they're hurting for recruits right now. So I heard that. If, yeah, if they take like, <laughs> like a fifty-eight year old broken dude. So you think it's going to be one of those deals? Remember when we when we got dropped into the fight? All the nom guys were like, "I'm coming. Yeah. I'm there. You need me?" We're like, "No, but but we might. But I might. You know, we I, might. Like, this no, keeps I, going this way. And Russia's like, there, all right, we want to not just have you as a star. Everyone was showing up. Yeah, everybody. Oh my gosh, it was great. 9-11? We first started, yeah, not, dude. I was at the recruiter's office on 9-11, and there were 60-year-old men with their Vietnam hats. Oh, I guess they'd be 40 at the time, with their Vietnam hats on. So that's us. Yeah. I can that's understand us. that now. When don't like, say that. I'm, yeah. Bro, I'm so almost 50. That. Hey, cut that part <laughs> out. <laughs> <laughs> we look good, though. Age yeah. is age, like his I, aged well. Well, that's the thing. It's, like, it's, not, it's not the year model, man. It's the mileage on these suckers. I, we, we someone some told me that on. the other day, bro, and I hadn't thought about it like that. Yeah, you know, again, you run across one of us, or like they'll say something like, "Bro, you know how much I needed to hear that." Yeah, we run hard in the paint. Oh, There's man. not a single I, moment we're kind to our bodies, we're kind to our brains, we're kind to a single inch of our body. We're just like, "Fuck that body." Okay, so the part that got blanked out in the beginning of training when you hear the old crusty master chief and started just saying, "Hey, don't you know we're ear pro, so you don't go deaf." Yeah. You're like, "Fuck you." Yeah, you know, I'm, I, I'm gonna go deaf. <laughs> what are you even talking about? What do you know? I can't hear anything, dude. Yeah. You know. I had two trips where I didn't wear ear pro in combat. Like nothing. Because I wanted to hear what what was going on, you know? I want to hear the I want well, to hear the yeah, safety selector well, go can, click. Yeah. But now I can't hear that click. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god. What do you say? You can't hear the doorbell. No. That's crazy. Okay, so that was Patreon question. Yeah, that was cool. I'm that sorry. Was really no, I like I liked that rabbit. I was a good rabbit. Yeah, it was a good Sometimes <laughs> it's necessary. All right. Hey, we are Fucking joined funny, today dude. by Tim Kennedy. He's an entrepreneur, New York Times best selling author, Brazilian Jitsu Black Belt, UFC fighter. Green Beret, Sniper, TV host, speaker. I mean, the list is extensive, and you probably didn't really need this introduction. I'd say most of our listeners probably know your story. We've had you back on in 2017, so five years into the future, Hmm. and you're still kicking ass, still doing stuff. Welcome back. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah. I don't want to leave this land. (laughs) (laughs) Get off my land, Tim. Get off my land. I forgot about how long we... All the stuff that's happened since. A lot's been going on. We're a couple of busy bees. Yeah. Marcus has got some rapid fire questions for you today. Oh, you no. want to do those? Oh, yeah. All right. We've been oh cooking up some fun stuff. <laughs> Bro, I found out he's coming out here, Master. I like. Some of them you, he probably can't answer because it's like those um, when you're like signing up for something and ask you the five questions. Yeah, I know. Some of them are hard, but that's all right. It's okay. You can pass. You can, you can go get past. Like, I feel like it's okay. those questions. <laughs> Well, but you know, we got to change it up because you know, you've been yeah. really good at those questions because we get asked them lots of times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, what street did you grow up on as a kid? Like, yeah, I can spell oh, that, that one already because I use it as a password. <laughs> I oh, don't yeah, know. Some I had grew up on, on uh, eucalyptus and chrysanthemum. He's like, try to spell that when you're a kid. Chrysanthemum. Those are which two tough ones. Yeah. Yeah. Chrysanthemum. Yeah. Dude. Okay. Okay, your birthday. Okay. September 1st. Nice. Best day of the, li- best, best day of the year. What year? 
Oh, I can't tell you that. Not on the radio. Yeah. Right. My date of birth? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Social. <laughs> yeah. On, on, I was uh, just born in a month. I'm telling you, like, you can't. So Twitter made me. Twitter, okay, wait, Instagram. Why don't we erase the September 1st if he if Mark no, is wanting fine. to know the. No, that's, that's, that's not. It was just okay. a question. If you don't that's want to answer, it's fine. Skip. Say pass. Okay. Say yeah. pass. Okay. <laughs> it's a game show. I just say pass. It's a game show. Full name Timothy Fred Kennedy. Is it Frederick? Nope, just Fred. Because you could pull Frederick off right now with the... I know. I know. The, the Guy Fox look. This is just... I'm moving into an election, you know, and I'm, I'm going with the full anti-establishment. I'm not going to blow up anything, but the Guy Fox. I like it. Mm-hmm. Well, it's different because you actually have those skills as opposed to trying yeah, to... Yeah, I could, I could blow... I could definitely blow up stuff. Well, yeah, I mean... But you won't. I won't. <laughs> won't. Yeah, because no, I am for that's peaceful right. protests. Yes, yes. <laughs> Disclaimer. That's the difference between us. If <laughs> 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 you realize there's other idiots out there tearing stuff down, I was like, yeah. we can be just as bad as them. Yeah, we we're just on the good side. We just got happen to be on this side, on our side, but barely. But barely, yeah. Yeah, yeah we and we look at that line very right. judiciously and be like, edge walkers all the way. There's got to be a connection between the two. Who do you think hangs out there? That's us. That was why it was so much fun. <laughs> all right. Parents' name. Parents' name: Michael and Paula. Middle name. Of theirs, yeah. Michael Evers and Paula Lorraine. Talk about them for a second. What kind of, how was your pops? <sighs> so you had an awesome dad. So I, I mean, that's kind of a trick question. You yeah. can talk about him for a whole show. I, I could. I could also talk to my, my mom for forever. They were both like polar opposite humans. My dad was this, this power suit, power tie, narcotics officer, stole planes full of cocaine from Pablo Escobar. He was one of the first guys that would sneak into a meth lab and plant surreptitious cameras to figure out how to cook meth so then they could recreate how to cook meth with other ingredients to then prohibit and, and, and change the laws so you could only buy so much of certain... The reason like you can't go... That is exactly why oh it's because gosh. of my dad. That is so funny. Yeah. So what's your he granddad do? My dad was a chemist. Or my granddad was a chemist. Oh, wow. Yahtzee. Well, it's all yeah, making sense, crazy. right? Yeah. 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 The other alive? one... Both... No, no, no. Both my grandparents are dead and they're greatest generation. Um, you know, like... One they were on. cool, man. Oh yeah, I, that, that was, we had those too. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, it was so much fun to go visit them. It's like every time you went there was such an adventure, no matter what we yep. did. Yeah, pre nine eleven, when I was a, a true dirtbag, going to my grandpa's yeah. was like, as the patriarch of of kind of the, the family, he was the place where I could reevaluate everything. Like I could just tell him everything. You know, he what lived, is that? I, I don't know. I have the same way with my dad too. I, but the, it's the same lineage, right? Yep. It's on that pass down. And I didn't realize my dad was cool till he died. Granddad. Yeah. My grandfather loved them dudes, man. Yeah. It's just, you just could tell him anything. Yeah, and whatever anything. came out of their no mouth. No judgment. And he'd be like, oh, yeah. And what, what they said was short and sweet. <laughs> yep. I'm like, man, that was, thank you. I tell him thank about you, a grandma. problem with a woman. He's like, well, well. <laughs> I took, I took ax with grease and I covered my face and I scaled a, a, a fence so I could get to your grandma. Yep. That's oh what's up? Gosh. True love. My man. My man. How sweet. So it's a competition. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Check. Yeah. Right, we're good. They're good. Oh. Okay. So what did your mom do? So my mom was marriage counselor, piano teacher, the antithesis. If like the spectrum of, of human Oh, existence. like a lady? She yeah. was this Do everything proper, proper yeah. liberally educated, you know, would, you know, she got us the box tickets at the San Francisco Symphony at the Davies Hall. My dad's like, no, you're going to go to boxing and you're going to go to wrestling. And my mom's like, no, we're going to go to the ballet. You're definitely in hybrid. You're a hybrid maid too. I like yeah. that. Yeah, that's, man, that's awesome. That's crazy. That's good stuff. Unless she tries to put you in a tutu. Yeah. You got any siblings? Oh yeah. They're both badasses. Are they? Yeah. Younger or older? 
older older brother, younger sister. I'm the middle child. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, brother's the FBI bomb tech. Yeah, Th that See, little man, group. Those dudes, that's different altogether. Yeah, we got some of them running around here. I mean, I love. Don't get me wrong, I love them to death. That would I don't want to so do good it. To No. What's your no. sister do? So my my sister now is is a amazing mom and homeschooler. Um, her husband, she married my best friend from high school who was adopted, and uh, he works for the Department of Energy protecting nuclear stuff. Um, so she married a gangster too, That's so and he's awesome. a total like. First time he got drunk, my fault. First time he ever got kicked <laughs> off house, so my fault. Like you know, <laughs> yeah. I brought him on to my all my hood rat so stuff. So then, when he married your sister, you're like, okay, none of that. No, no. So my parents were out of town, and we get a knock at the door late at night with two cops with Chad by the scruff of his neck being held by these police officer, and they're like, uh, hey, this uh, this fellow is trying to crawl into your window mm. and i was like chad you can come over anytime like my house is the place to go to <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, if you're having problems go to tim's house like you need to, anything to go to tim's house and, and he had just left he's hanging out and, and i was like why don't you just like knock on the front door dummy and uh, he's like uh he won't like even make eye contact with me oh and my, my brother gosh. i think i was, I was 16 and uh, my brother's 18 my brother's like uh officer what what window sir and he's like oh, well that one right there and i was like that's my sister's window, dummy. You know, like what window? <laughs> oh, that's my sister's window. Ah. Uh, uh, <laughs> that's <laughs> so funny. Come on oh in, bud. God. Come on in. Yeah. Just trying, to be yeah. <laughs> trying to be tactical. Yeah. <laughs> the only Asian dude in the whole entire city, and he's adopted. Yeah. 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 You know, I'm just trying to make story. it exciting. Yeah. I, you know, come up with something, man. You spiced it up, dude. Oh my god, that's a thing. I love that. So your parents are proud. Oh, they're yeah. My parents are amazing. Now they're, you know, the farmers, we got just... Do they live in Texas too? I wish. They're still Where in California. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they are in this militant central coast that is surrounded by these big, huge populated cities. It's an hour and a half to get to the next city. And it's a, out, it's a 50 minute drive to the next stoplight. And... Oh, the country California. Yeah, yeah. Check. All land... You know, like all I did was fix bob wire and, and fight, fight Mexicans and throw bay, bays oh of hail. Like that's all we did. There's nothing that's where else you to grew do. Up? Yeah. Oh my gosh, I love that. Um, yeah, because you had an early introduction to violence. I oh, was yeah. listening to your interview with uh, Nick Bear, and you were talking about some of those stories. Well, I mean, this, this is country like, kids, though. This is crazy. I know it sounds crazy, yeah. but unless you're a country kid, like you fought. Yeah. You're like, I don't want to throw the, you throw the hay. He's like, no, you lost rock, paper, paper scissors. Yeah. I'm going to go clean the dent, drainage ditches. You go throw hay. And it's like, no, bah! and you fight. Like, that's just the way it works. And you're eight. Oh my God. You're eight. Yeah, here's you're eight. You got a wild child. You put him outside with a wild animal. We'll right. settle their asses down. That's it. Then we'll They'll figure count. it out. And all the fights that we had in school, we always get suspended for a few days, but then best buddies. Cause we go fishing or do something yeah. like that. Just get it out of the way. Yeah, Lori, Lori LeCarrie. That's why everybody's killing each other these days, carrying them pistols, man, because they yeah. won't let them whip each other's ass. Just let them whip, whip each other's ass. Dirt. It fixes everything. It fixes everything. I have a question. Yep. Um, so I follow you on um, Instagram and everything, and I saw that you're doing the, I don't know how to pronounce it, the Apogee School. That's it. You pronounce it perfectly. Um, does your sister do that with her kids? Um, she does do Socratic learning. So Apogee, Acton, Founders, they're all... Um, from like the Socrates approach to education, which is the Socratic, which is a learner-driven environment. So instead of like having a teacher with a dry erase board lecturing at a kid sitting in a seat, instead the guide, which is the teacher, Socrates and Aristotle. They, yeah, the Stoics. Yeah, they consider themselves guides. So like they were the bumpers and they were trying to keep something, somebody in a, 
asking all the questions to make somebody find their own answers. So that's our approach to education in our school, Apogee Cedar Park and Apogee Strong, which is like a young men's mentorship program. All of it's cut from the same cloth, which is a learner-driven environment. So the, the students are doing all the heavy lifting. They're making millions of decisions a day. They're not little lemmings. So it's an actual brick-and-mortar school. That's right. Yep. Oh, my gosh. Yep. And in your North sister's Austin. kids are there? No, they're, they're, she's still in California too. Okay. God, I would wish. Oh my gosh. I want all, like, I want all of them to come to California, yeah. but they can't handle this heat right now. It's so hot. Especially we have friends that just moved here last week from Hawaii. And I'm like, you moved. You gotta check on them every day and make sure they're not dead. <laughs> you moved at the worst. You know what I'm talking about? Like, <laughs> yeah. Let's yeah. come see you. No, don't, don't, don't come yeah. out here right now. No. <laughs> There's a progression yeah, out here, man. October. But do you remember in, um, man, was that 2014 mm-hmm. when it, we had the hottest r- record? Yeah, the drought. The, yeah. And then it rained. Yeah, the 500-year flood. Yep, and it flooded everything. everything. Mm-hmm. That was after a summer like this. Yeah. So I'm down for that. Well, we, that's jo- we try not to joke about that and put that in the air. Because how this this is how, how this is how it starts. Yeah. yeah, we had two summers like that because Harvey All was in twenty seventeen. Yep. So and that was shit, man. We were getting hay from up north for the cows. Yeah, because it was so bad. All the fish. We, I mean, we, I, yeah, I, I have, dug, all, those ponds are forty we lost feet. We two hundred trees here. Yeah, in yeah. two thousand wells are going dry well, in, t- in Austin. My gosh, yeah. I have a crazy well, but like not my neighbors are all fine, but it's like spice wood. They're they're going dry. So you got a, a generator? Mm-hmm. You, okay, good. That's, man, that I need was, to up my game though. So if you got a generator, Jenny. yeah, yeah, I, <laughs> you I got a backup generator for the gym. I do. <laughs> but you guys are such grown ups now talking about generators. <laughs> no, listen, listen, this is important. <laughs> Self sustaining. I got right. solar. I got batteries. I got chickens. Like, I got I all chicken. the things. There's a couple of things. If we keep talking about it, y'all need to pay attention. Yeah, now, even hey, haphazardly. That's one of them, man. If I tell you to clean your freaking air conditioner, do it. If you got a generator, that's important too, <laughs> man. Clean your air conditioner. Hey, it's about to get hot. There's gonna be the some average life of an air conditioner is eight years. And that is in normal temperatures. Under this, I bet a normal. Oh, yeah. yeah. Less than we sound like our parents. What commercial is that? Because yes. I don't. I understand why. Because yes. my father died. Rest old. in peace, sir. But <laughs> so, I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> yeah, we officially sound old. old souls. <laughs> like we Thank said, you. there's a lot, of, a lot of living in, yeah. in a little bit of life. I'm a very old soul, so I, I get it. You know how yeah. a lot of times we survived overseas, man? We had us tucked in those tents, whether it had plywood or it was just that straight cut. That freaking AC unit they put on us that would pump through them tents. It was like living in a freezer. Yeah, that, I, I I didn't have a problem where we were at because of that. Yeah, it would it would uh, it was one of the few things, especially when you'd step out and you wouldn't come back for three four days. And like I would think, only, how much all the weight you would lose just by yep. going out of town? Ta- oh. Fifteen pounds. I would lose fifteen Fif- pounds in three days. Yep. And then the only Y'all thing suck. Men just suck on the fact that you can just it can be hot this outside. Is out. and and you know, it's, it's, yeah, this is it's easy, man. This is not the dysentery. You're sweating ten pounds a day. Dude. I mean, you can't even you're imagine not eating dude. for three. So like that is not a fair. Okay, fine. it's so hot you don't want to eat. I got that damn water, which it turns into 150 degrees on your back because that's what you're carrying. Most of us is water. That C seventeen ramp, it's it's water and ammo. That C seventeen ramp would drop the first time you get in country and you get hit in the face with that air and you're like that hair dryer. Can I? Is there a bell to ring? Dude. Like, where, where do I get back? back some guys turn plane? back around. Yeah. Like, oh, I understand. <laughs> I'll get out of here. <laughs> yeah. That ramp drops and there's you and can the air feel force that people gap, are just sitting dude. there like this. So back to the school thing. How mm. do you are you planning on franchising that out? Like, so I own a bunch of businesses 
and they're big businesses, and I spend more time on this school. I have not figured it out yet. It's year with we just finished our first year. We're starting a separate second year this this August, and um, eighty percent flipping staff where didn't have the right people, didn't have the right vision. Um, you know, got rid of a third of our families because uh, I I a great friend Matt Bordeaux who runs the largest Socratic school in the world um, the, under the Acton model in California and uh, Matt Bordeaux and I own that Apergee Strong Young Mentorship Program together. And so I, talking with him, he's like, you're going to spend 90% of your time on 10% of those families. Why don't you just cut those 10% of those families and bring in more like-minded families that share that same vision? So we had to change our funnel about how we we're going to accept families, um, you know, it really, because it has to be, imagine that, a full family approach for this process to work. So if if you're like the parent that wants to drop your kid off at school and then have on the refrigerator a little gold star of all the great grades that they had, you're not for the school. That's not what it's for. Like you have to be just as an invol involved um, guide and parent and mentor to your child. Um, so have you guys been pulling a lot of people from the business space? Because it seems like what you're doing with the school is completely translated to the business world. Most of world. the parents are entrepreneurs. Okay. That, that's actually a per, very perceptive question, and it's something I wish I would have known when I was selecting parents, was uh, like, if you're the, the nine-to-fiver that wants to drop your, uh, drop your kid off at 8.30 on the way to work mm, and yeah, then come back different. in, that's not, not, that's, that's not my yeah. parent. Yeah, those are different. You know? Yeah. That's, we're, there's, there's something... Uh, I start telling people, man, once we, the, our billionaires started measuring their libidos off of their rocket ships and not their yachts, we shifted gears into a different dimension. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You understand? Yeah. All right. So uh, there are things out there, and the way they're raising, they're, they don't have normal jobs. That, that no. doesn't exist anymore. Especially when we got back. As I, we, we came back in different time uh, tables. Like I, I punched out a certain year. We, a lot of times with the military before us, the boys before us, they all came back at the same time. Yeah. We trickled out. Yeah, it's been trickling in. And some so guys were starting went to, to catch up with itself. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, you know, I couldn't figure because those of us, it was crazy. I'm so in, I'm like mesmerized by the school thing because our kids have been at the same school since I mean they were in pre-K. Come see it. I would love to see it. It's, it's magic. It is magic. It's indescribable to watch an eight-year-old take control of their own education. Think about that. You're like you're like that's impossible. Yeah. An eight-year-old's not doesn't have the capacity to make the decisions about what they should be doing, but they do because they very quickly learn the consequence of not doing the right things. But when when they're given the options of choosing, am I going to do my work right now or am I going to do my work later? But then they watch all their friends go outside to play, and they're yeah. like, "But your work's not done." Right. Like, well but I want to go play. I'm like, well, you chose to do this other thing and, and the byproduct, I'm not punishing you, yeah. but the byproduct is you still have to get your work done. My dad did that to me when I was a kid. But this is how it works yeah. and you learn to how to make the right decision, but yeah. they're making all of the decisions, when to eat, what pencil to use, what, um, like everything. That's and so interesting. So are you, you're obviously charging tuition for these kids and you're you said already that you're like selecting what mm -hmm. the best fit for the family yep. is. Is the tuition really high? It's not. No. I, you know, the way you're saying that, I, I, I making their like own, this should be a making huge their franchise. own decisions. I, an eight year old, something that could freak somebody out. It does freak them out. But the, there's another way, the way out. I hear, hear that is like, it's, it's not just that though. It's learn. They're in, in a situation to where they learn the decision that they, yep. they need to make. Mm -hmm. But the learning curve is, is it's not as constructed so you, in regular education, you have these very clear benchmarks. You have, you know, weekly tests and you have, yeah, sure. you know, your scorecard. Um, we, we might have 
someone that is going to really start fluently reading and in the reading comprehension that like they may not be interested in it until they're in fourth or fifth grade. Oh yeah. And a parent is going to be freaking out. Mm -hmm. Like why isn't, why isn't Tommy just reading like all of his friends? Well, it doesn't interest him yet. You know, until he finds something that, that, that lure of him wanting to do it, us forcing him to do it is going to have a bigger yeah. negative. I mean, that's so complicated mm -hmm. to think of that on a grander scale. You could see how that would be difficult. For yeah. a parent. Exactly. And to, to, to make it that big to where you could keep up with each kid. Because I, I, I'm, the only time I notice that is when age and rank. That's yeah. the same thing. Age and rank for us. And that's the, you say that well. Because there's some things that when I was a kid, man, no matter how much I studied that sucker, it wouldn't stick. It wouldn't. Would not not only no. would it not stick, it'd go the opposite damn direction. Yeah. Like I would get dumber for trying to learn it. I, I had multiplication tables front and back when I was in first grade. I mean, I could do every mm -hmm. single one of them so quick. I could not divide. <laughs> it's amazing. And then there's some stuff now that I'm at this age, I pick it up so fast, it's not even funny. Yeah. Like I go back when I'm teaching the kids something or I'll go just to haphazardly, especially if a buddy knows it. Like yeah. if he's good at it. And he, he shows me his trick. Yeah. His little, hey, let him take Well, and Marcus is just learning things that... Like, I thought everyone knew, like, when we were little, and he's just learning. Don't make me like, sound like a dumbass. <laughs> yeah, wait, no. wait a second. Wait a second. No, 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 no. But we definitely had different no, routes No, like, here. different tricks, <laughs> yeah. you know, of multiplication or different things or whatever. And Marcus like, oh, my gosh, did you know this? I'm like, yeah, I thought That's what I comes from good teachers. You know, that, that. that way, of, that stoic, I, I'm kind of figuring out how I teach. Like, I'm a Mr. Miyagi-type stoic. I I read the Meditations of Marcus Aurelius all the time. Mm -hmm. Best book on the planet. If you're a young man listening to this and you haven't read that, you haven't read Meditations of Marcus Aurelius, go fix yourself right now. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This is what I want to share, man. That's one I throw them through every every day. Sung Su Art of War. There's a few of them out there that, that are set for life. Yeah. And, and then just over you can tell when somebody, and that's the best part of when you see the, that December in the, the old guy's hair. Like there's a difference between silver and gray and white. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And when they that. when they drop something on you, it's 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 just like, yeah, it's a logic thing. Right, it's, it's basically what it is. The logic thing. It's like a, a programming thing. It's like, yeah, it's, that's, that's probably Mar Marcus Aurelius is a direct, direct lineage of the Socratic method, method of learning. I mean, so like big he, fan. Yeah, as a Stoic, he truly understood it. 
Well, and I didn't mean that negatively because I'm you, joking. I'm just you yeah, knew yeah, that. Too. I just needed to clarify myself as a wife. So my wife would just be like, now he's dumb. Yeah, no, that's no, what no, my no, wife would have done. No, no, no. I do want to clarify myself because you, sure we've done that. We've you just learned it by just memorizing it. I had to have the tricks to learn it. Like I had to know all tricks the are the best things. way to do it. Yeah, though. that's yeah, how we, I learned it. We went it. the dumb way. You knew it there's just those, off well, of there's those guys, memorization. There's those guys who can see it and just like, I mean, I understand how that pattern works. Yeah. It's amazing. Like when we're all together. Like you plug us in, those the guys from every walk of life, and when they there's certain situations that we get put into when they step in there and you just watch them do their thing, it's pretty amazing. Yeah. I mean, so amazing so that you know you don't have that skill. Yeah. And when yeah. you see something like that, like where you don't possess that possess that that exact, yeah. you can feel it. <laughs> well, there, right? It's it's awesome to see that. I don't know how to describe what it's like on a team. Like you, you just you did it in a couple of sentences right there where it where it's it's literally magic. Like every single one of my flaws is made up by somebody else's strengths. Nah, dude. Like every single one of the things that I don't understand or know, somebody else knows front and back and has memorized it. And and but when you put that thing into this collective group that is an unstoppable fighting force that can literally do anything from overthrowing a country to writing a new constitution. And um, I try to explain this to people, and it's it's I. Uh, in words, it makes sense, but until somebody sees it and experiences it, and it has to happen in the most dire, austere environments, then it's oh. just like, Whoa. Well, if we can do it there, we can do it anywhere else. Yeah. But nobody so, else can do it They literally threw us back in time to where not only do we look different, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we do, and we stood out yeah. in every, every capacity. They even dress us differently, put us back in there, and our guys took care of it. If you ever get to the point of franchising out your school, I want to know. So I got I got to get this perfect. I get yeah. asked probably a hundred times a week when when can we do this and um, and I I don't want to scale. So we have a new program director Michelle Myers and this woman is brilliant and she's passionate. Her kids go to the school and she is um, and she's she's coming from an Acton, so another Socratic approach, mm -hmm. which was founded by Jeff Sandifer and Laura Sandifer in Austin. I, oh my gosh, great, yeah. Jeff well, is a great friend of my he, dad. He's a great person. Yeah, good dude. You spoke at his I, thing. I know exactly. Who I'm not <laughs> oh my dumb. gosh. Socratic as well. Oh my gosh. Yep. That is so funny. So Mich Michelle is now our program director, and oh, wow. uh, so we're we're revamping. Jeff is a great human being. Yes, him and my dad do business together. Those in the camps he puts industry. on, yeah. that that way he teaches. Yeah. So yeah, you guys got PE craziest... teachers and everything. Like you guys need you put the word out to the guys. It's like, hey, bring in some of these teachers, man. So uh, as as I was envious of your land, we're also looking for because like I I don't think it's a right school until there's goats and chickens and and the kids are coming in scuffed up and dirty. Mm -hmm. You know, like that. So, that's what. So Important. Was supposed to be, yeah. and it's not what school is now. Yeah. And also, out of, I'm sorry, I'm not talking about that, but I'm into the men mentoring kid phase of my life. Like transition came uh, with the kids, right? Yeah. And everything that we've learned, especially going over seeing the kid, that was the hardest thing, right? When we're over there, because we integrate with the family, y'all yeah. especially. Yeah. And coming back and, and passing that down. Up into the point where we're like, hey, you know, you always got these kids doing something. It's always routine. Like, well, well if we don't know, have a bunch yeah. of men like you stepping up to mentor this next generation, we are absolutely. Well, that's my point. Is I was talking about that, and she <laughs> yeah. said she was talking about your 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 what you do. Yeah, I was like, well, that's kind of what I, I want to do. I don't want to reinvent any wheel, but if there's one already going with the yeah, boys, I'm jumping on that. We don't need to reinvent man. any wheel, but if you ever have, if you ever get to a point where you want to branch out to different areas or whatever, we would be very interested. Well, in. maybe come over, check it out, yeah. sit down with Michelle and I, and then I mean, may, maybe it's not even branching out or franchising. Maybe it's just 
copy, rinse, and repeat. Yeah. Because I, I don't want to own this. Like, well, I don't you own should. Socratic. You should make no. money on... No, no, I mean, the, the no enforce I, multiplication and buy with and through, like, advise assist yeah. a company. At some point, you have to let go of the reins yeah. and, and for this, Sorry, for us to save this well, generation, I'm like, I take thought it. Acton sounded familiar. So does Jeff own that? Jeff owns Acton. And Acton is a Socratic. There's like, about 10 Socratic lines. And uh, year one, we're in Acton. Year two, we are not. Okay. We're a Socratic private school in Texas, Apogee okay. Cedar Park. And, um, but I mean, there, there's a bunch of great ones and I think he's fantastic. He did this camp for, um, MBA students at his ranch in Austin and it was like the hunger games. So he, he basically based it off kill of everybody. the hunger games. <laughs> 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 I'm so into this. So like, he keep had going. them all come out and I don't know the whole thing, but he had Marcus come out to, um, he gathered them all together and Marcus like spoke to him and then they were going to have to leave. It's like the most dangerous game. I hunted them afterwards. You don't have like a summer program where I can come in and coach for a second. They were going to leave when Marcus was done and they were being blindfolded and dropped off in all these different, very remote parts of this ranch. They didn't have a phone or any electronics oh, or anything no. like that. They the same thing happens to us. When yeah. we're I'm like, oh no, they it's a Tuesday. Had to, and they had like very minimal um, things on them, like maybe a little tent and whatever. I don't remember what it was, but um, they had to be prepared to stay out there for like four days by themselves yeah. and make it back to the campsite. And they were far. Like, this yeah. is a big ranch. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? This is one of the coolest things I've ever seen. I mean, he's making these students do this. Yeah. And he had, like, video cameras set up so he could see what they were doing during this whole time. Um, but they all ended up, I think, making it back somehow. Um, but it was just this crazy-ass thing. And I was like, what is that We do this with do every with private it? that comes into the military. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Every, every you know private. what I'm talking about? Like yeah. when they dropped us off, like yeah. in Afghanistan, out in the mountains, we're like, we'll be back. Yeah. Well, no. Sweet I mean, good, good luck. Please. For someone that great, did man. not See grow here. up in a military family, like I was like, what is he doing with these MBA students? And it was basic like survival skills, life skills that he was trying to teach them. And yeah. I thought it was brilliant. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. He does a lot of whack stuff yeah. that work out. It, he's, I mean, he's, it he's a fascinating guy. Yeah. His, Laura's book's good too. I'm going to like study your whole system because like the framework to me is like extremely fascinating because yeah. coming from like the business side of things, it's like when I was a kid, I don't feel like I had the power to make a lot of choices and decisions for myself. It was kind of like you were yeah. just going through that systematical approach to education and being able to kind of be put between two lanes and saying like, hey, yeah, figure we're seeing it out. right now is these 18 year olds that are graduating from high school and they've had nearly every decision made for them. Yeah. And then they arrive in college and now they have been force fed everything up to this point and now they're being fed something different, which is much more dangerous, which is ideas. Yeah. And uh, but they're given the freedom to make their own decisions with these very dangerous ideas. And it's the re it's, it is a petri dish for disaster and the virus that that has been socialism and that has been entitlement. And uh, and and we're at this like influx, this period of our of this nation's history where if we don't fix what happens right here, so we're we're the opposite approach. I want ki little kids to make all of the decisions yeah. and they're used to making decisions and they're used to having the consequence of bad decisions. So when they get there and somebody says something stupid, they're like, 
that doesn't work. Well, I've actually, I, I launched my own company when I was 12. I've been an entrepreneur since I was 12. And, and what you're saying, Mr. Economist, teacher, professor, does not make any sense. So uh, suck it. Yeah. Suck it. That's how you were, Andrew. I mean, you oh, beat yeah. all the odds. Andrew grew up in a very, like, I mean, I'm not trying to be no, rude, you're good. but you were like in an impoverished area. For sure. And, um, I mean, I saw it, I, I knew him as a kid and, um, he like fought hard to get out of that area and to become something and make something of himself. And he, he really, I'm super proud of you. Thank you. Um, because I don't know you, but yeah, nice to be <laughs> proud of you. Nice to be I am super I'm not proud of you Andrew <laughs> because he, and he did it himself. He didn't just write on coattails of other people that he knew. He actually did put in all the work and, um, yeah, I mean, you did it. You got yeah. out of your situation, and now you're helping your family. So I think that's super cool. Well, I mean, you got a bunch of people around, especially with the story, is the best part, because everything that you argue about in business, that's just kind of noise. It's like there is an end game. Up down to a phrase. Like, say this. Yeah. If they say that, say this. And if you say that, it'll turn them off. I mean, and it, that, it's a chess game. Mm-hmm. It's just a verbal chess game. No matter where you go, and I mean, it, the more you, the better you play. The I mean, the more you play, the better you get. And the kind of that's a life in itself. But if you got them young kids because they don't know anything else, don't have any bad habits. Yeah. If you're just feeding them straight motivation, yeah. this is the good stuff. I mean, reading, writing, and arithmetic. I mean, I don't know why they don't practice that. Just addition, subtraction, multiply, divide. Boom. Well, very rather, have you ever been somewhere where you had to crunch some gimbal numbers or do some crazy shit like that and we were under pressure? I, I haven't had to work on that. I, <laughs> like, you know what no. I'm talking about? Oh my gosh, the, our kids' math that they bring home, I don't understand it. And I'm like, I don't know a time that you will ever use this in your yeah, entire I mean, life. JTAC, like the call for fire stuff, uh, mortars, artillery, um, sniper stuff. Like, I think it's that's specialized. All, that's all basic math. Yeah, and that's also specialized too. I think like some of the kids, you can teach one kid to do something, may never use it again. I mean, they are smart enough to and retain. If you watch them, they'll let you know which direction they need to go. Yeah, it's kind of like trying to fit. I was like, all these frames on the outside, man. You're born into that, but you can put a freaking like a powerboat on a NASCAR track. It's it's transportation, yeah. man. But some of that thing is supposed to it doesn't belong there. Yeah. No matter what you put in it and how you try to drive it on there. Yeah. What we do is we, we actually watch each other. I try to explain to people. I was like, man, there's a huge difference between looking, seeing, and watching something. It's like water, ice, and air. That's all. That's the same thing, but three different things yeah. completely. So like, with us, I saw we, we train till we, yeah, we're, we're not bad at it. We get good. Then we get real good at it. Then we just don't get bad at it at all. Yeah, then then you, we train till we look good do it doing it. You can't do it wrong. That's right. And then till we look good at it. Yeah. Team guys do it <laughs> yeah. that way, right? The Green Berets yeah. and the Seals, we'd go till we look cool doing it. Most that is like have rule t- number one. Hey, that's rule number one. Yeah, and it, it sounds so <laughs> narcissistic to say it, like always look cool. But when, when you actually apply it. If you think it, about that, though, it's... You can't look cool if you're missing a target. Bro. You can't look cool if I'm dropping a mortar and uh, it's not hitting where I'm trying to And that's why it. we say that. Well, so that actually leads into a really good segue to another conversation. But we wear good sunglasses. It does, and the sideburns, <laughs> oh, we got a freaking cut out. Our yeah. oldest son is 24, and nice. he, a lot of his friends, they graduated college last year, last two years, and um, a lot of his friends, and I think it's from hanging out, they all would come here from college and hang out. They were around Marcus and his friends. A lot of them were wanting to go into the military, 
And they're trying to decide Mm -hmm. which way to go. Should I go into the SEAL team? Should I go into whatever? So what would you say is the main difference between, other than water, the main difference between Green Berets and Navy SEALs? A, a mission first. I think if you reverse engineer what the what the purpose of is e- of each of them, and they are very different. So the Green Beret model is a force multiplier um, by, with, and through. We are designed to go in and train a foreign group to fight, like find an ally mm-hmm. that that aligns with us and against an enemy, and train them in a in a in a force capacity way. So. Uh, a perfect example would be Ukraine right now, yeah. sending an American Special Forces ODA to the Azov and training them on how to use javelins and AT4s and laws. Yeah. Oh, it's deeper than that. It's yeah, like, yeah. I'm just, yeah, I'm just, yeah. I'm just using a very... Yeah. very it teaches you right. to take the country back. Yeah. Think about that. So I didn't know this. I did not grow up in a military family at all. Um, it, I'm still learning a lot of things, but um, I didn't know until um, that horrible... Thing in Afghanistan when they just left that day yeah, and there. it just crashed. It was whatever. I mean, that was just the most awful thing to watch. But um, I didn't know that Rangers, I think you told me this, were the ones that were actually trained to take airports down. That's right. And I like, I had no idea. And I think a lot of civilians that don't have military in their family, they don't know that each branch is designed to do something different. Like what you're saying, the force multipliers and SEALs having theirs. So what I would like for y'all to do with the different special operations, what are the different things that y'all are trained to do? Like who is supposed to do what? Everybody needs to be able to shoot, move, communicate, medicate. Right. You know, and when I say shoot, I mean, from sniper systems to calling in air fire, to calling naval gunships, to, you know, like shoot period mm-hmm. um move and communicate the you know if you go to like infantry manual manual 7-8 you're not going to see a difference from a seal team to a green beret unit uh respond react to contact or conduct an ambush a different way there's a book on it and and you have to do it at the highest level mm-hmm. right um and then on the medicate the exact same everybody learns the same medicine about you know like everybody's going to 18 delta courses the special yeah. missions units like the jmau yeah they're like there's one way to do medicine. There's yeah. one way to keep blood in the body. Yeah. And uh, I think that's good for our listeners to hear because a lot of times <laughs> we get nays- everybody gets naysayers on social media or whatever. Like Marcus was 18 Delta and they're like, but that's army. You can't do army. It's the people that, have, yeah. that don't know anything. I've, I've been literally and, to every single sniper school with all the different branches of service. Right. And, it, uh, and like yeah. garnered good things out of each of and them. We hide that stuff from y'all. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, yeah. uh, there's yeah. so much stuff that goes into every layer of being in the military that it's impossible to keep up with all of it. Yeah. Like, just asking that question is... We could spend months Months talking it. about right. that. Because then, then you, you got, take the breaks... fundamentals out and then you go to the mission purpose end state of each of the respective special operations unit. Yeah. Then you can start reversing engineering what their specialties are going to be. Yeah. You know, so like, how do people learn that? Like kids the that are wanting, yeah, just like going, going, going in, in there. Yeah. It's almost yeah. it's as complicated as a family dynamic and and a football team. So yeah. you got a quarterback, you got O line and D line, and then in a family you're just looking at them. They all look the same. Yeah, but they're different. And but when you when you're fighting all of them, man, then then they start breaking off, and each one of them has a skill set you can't believe. And then there's the the common language we speak: move, shoot, communicate, medicine. 
every one of us can throw out verbiage that all of us understand through all the ranks. Mm-hmm. It's like it's a different family, cousins, brothers. How did I, okay, this is how, yeah. this well, how I, I mean, broke it I down. I get that. I'm just saying a lot of our listeners that I've had to learn through the last 12 yes, years, but a lot of our listeners that are just civilians that appreciate y'all's work. Well, once you get in it, you you know, you, you can kind of go what you're passionate about. You yeah. know? So even get, going on to the teams, um, I went like this direct action. So I was going to, you know, schools to kick in doors and demo doors and, you know, like very direct action. Assault. Yeah. Assaulting Hostage a target. That's what that rescue, like mission specific to that. And then I was like, okay, I kind of wanted to get in this recce lane. So then I went to sniper schools then I went to Halo sniper team. And I was like, okay, well now there's another deviation. Do I go the tech surveillance route? Oh, I kept splitting. Yeah. Us. Kept, yeah, kept splitting. And you have guys that truly you 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 can you can't be a master of all of this stuff. Right. We got some dudes to try. Yeah. <laughs> they'll stay in forever, man. And yeah. they got more calls than when they walk in. They got that BDU resume. I mean, they got every merit badge. Yeah. Looks like a Boy Scout, Eagle Scouts in the military. I wrote up the Green Berets and, and Seals. They were like step brothers. The Rangers are the younger brother. The Marines are older brother. <laughs> and the Air Force is the younger sister. <laughs> How about right? Yeah, but she's rich. She's rich. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. She's probably a different dad. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. She's got a badass house. Right. right. So like, she's got a badass house. I love that. <laughs> so like, when you come in, it's it's like different. Your skin's different color. That's how you got it. The Marines have the best uniforms. Yeah. Hands down, so when they good. walk in, it's like a thing. You don't. You'll never see one out of shape nope. in their uniform. And once they're one, they're always one. SF dudes are like the bastard kids that God keeps outside. Yeah. Like in the family, got them rough and tumble some guns. You just don't mess with, but they got to have them around forever. Sometimes you just rattle the cage and throw them a a nasty bone off the table. Yeah, it doesn't matter. We don't care. If you want to show us some attention, cool. You know, we because there's every walk of life in that sucker. I mean, from the rich kids to the kids who come from nothing, and they buddy up. Yeah, that that is that is one of the coolest things about the teams. You will have. The trust fund billionaire that billionaire. speaks three languages, and he's on the team, and he's a staff sergeant. Freaking lowest rate. Yeah. Yep. And, <laughs> yeah. And then you're gonna have like the then you're gonna have the kid coming from the poorest. I mean, he he learned to swim so he could pass that, the swim test, and that's where he learned to swim. Yeah. And uh, he's like, giving everything he had just to be there. <laughs> yep. And so you got it's it's every direction. It's like these rich kids that got to try the hardest they can to get away from that. Yeah. And then the poor kids the same thing. I mean, we're like all searching from this one deal, and and. It, when you sit there and we have to go through the things that they selection that they put us through, it, it gets rid of all that crap. Yeah. And they even talk about the strangest couples. Okay, well that question was for Glenn, Sergio, and Noah. <laughs> so, My favorite thing you. about it is what you just said. Everything else goes away. We had a gay guy on our team and we're in Colombia and he's like, We're all going out and he's like, Hey guys, um, I'm gay. And we're like, oh, are you? Yeah. Surprise. Like, we're, we're in Medellin, Colombia. Like, you haven't been looking at the girls around us. Thanks, bro. Like, nobody cares. You know, like, we, literally uh... nobody cares. You're black. Nobody cares. Yeah. Like, can you do your job? Can you not do your job? That's it. You know, we're trained to see everything, right? <laughs> but <laughs> no, we, we don't live together yeah. through the most austere conditions. That, that, doesn't, that doesn't come into our... That nobody cares. comes in when, come, when people when are dealing with people on the outside. When it's just us, that doesn't even come into play. It's Nobody fine. cares. Nobody cares. Yeah. Okay, so talking about being a force multiplier, can you tell us about what you're doing in the Ukraine and like what you did with the Afghanistan takedown? Oh, man. Yeah. Or at least about the can organization we, that you do it with. Can we maybe? go with Afghanistan first and work? Because yeah. when we're knocking on the door of the one-year anniversary, that's next yeah. month. Yep. Almost exactly one month from today. We're 11 months out from when the bo- – today's the 25th. 
Yep. Yeah. So uh, we're three days away from 11 months after the bombing at the Abbey Gate. Um, so Chad Robichaux, who doesn't live too far from uh, here. Yeah, exactly. Good yeah. man. Yeah, good man. Um, my phone rang. He called me and says he had an ter- interpreter named Aziz that was trapped and they're currently hunting him. Okay, and- so should we give some props to the Terps right now? Yeah. I feel like we should. Yeah. So those guys are great. They're the best. And 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 I, it, it angers me because people they used to be here, yeah. No questions asked. But everybody asks the question like, wait, wait, aren't these Afghans? Like, aren't these terrorists? Is like, listen, bro. Yes. Yeah. They they <laughs> jumped on bombs for us. My vehicle. Oh, you can't, man. What they'll do? Anything. They'll do anything. The vehicle that ended up on my hood in the in that in that book when I was in this valley of death, that they were the number one vehicle because they knew that they might run over the bomb first. Yeah. And they chose to be there. We didn't tell them to be there. To be in America. That's right. They said they wanted to be there to prove to us that they wanted to fight with us. How do you prove that you you want to be an American more than that? that. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. So phone rings, my, my buddy's on the run, Taliban's trying to kill him. Can you come to Afghanistan? I think I got us a way in. And my phone had been ringing off the hook, mostly from contractors um, throwing me money to go get people. You're like, hey, I'll pay you 10, 10K a day, go get this guy. And that was so wrong in my heart to the reason to go back to Afghanistan again to, for, for money. And then my friend who when I was having a hard time in, with my marriage, he was the person I called and he picked up and he gave me wise, sound, moral advice that saved my marriage. He's now asking me for something. So uh, the same time that my phone is ringing, Nick is talking to Sarah Verardo, who comes from the Independence Fund. It was a huge organization that does great for veterans. Um, her husband was h- horrifically wounded in Afghanistan and she is a power leveraging like she knows everybody um and very powerful people in all of the ways that we needed and all the contacts that we needed to get into the country legally and cross every t and dot every i without breaking a whole bunch of laws with those two people the purpose the reason and the end state and then the right governance like the right government approvals that's how we the mission of Save Our Allies started. It was right there, the four of us on the phone at the same time, me talking to Chad, Nick talking to Sarah, and the four of us are the founders of Save Our Allies. So we flew into Afghanistan, and uh, in the 10 days... Okay, wait, when you say you just flew into Afghanistan, yeah, it's you can like just... That. No. United? <laughs> right, <that's laughs> like, fly happening? into Afghanistan? No, this is the thing. Like, if, if I said, <laughs> figure out a way to get to Afghanistan, you gotta be there in 12 hours, do you think that he'd be in Afghanistan? I mean, I think I de- he could yeah, get there. Yeah. 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 You know he would. Yeah. So. Okay. So you just made it happen. Yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell that's, yeah, she, that's not the first time she heard that. Yeah. <laughs> we, we went to a lily pad country. We hopped on. Um, we had bought an Afghan airline and we flew into the UAE and then we took that Afghan 737 into Kabul, Afghanistan from the UAE. And it was literally. Nick and I on that plane. 
When I landed, we had um, three other guys on the ground. Nick stayed um, on the runway helping load that plane with evacuees. And uh, I went immediately to work with what would be then the four of us on the ground for the 10 days that we were in Afghanistan. And in those 10 days, we moved 12,000 people off of our own ramp with our own planes. Over 10% of everybody that left the country in those 10 during the fall of Afghanistan left on our ramp. The government, like the military, if you walked into their talk, it had our ramp. Oh like, my gosh. It was wild. That's crazy. So um, we're moving Terps, we're moving commandos, we're moving SIV, green card, and American citizens. God, man, how was that gate? The, they were jammed up there bad. Man, it was desperation. Yeah, because that's what I was going to ask. It was desperation? Beyond anything I've ever seen, I'm ever, a- ever, ever, anywhere. Women taking babies and trying to throw them over walls yeah, and landing yeah, in barbed wire. Yeah, mm. You know, um, Gosh. I can't believe what they'll do, man. When they'll do anything, they, we've never seen that here. They don't know what that breakdown looks like. They don't even know what that feels like. You know, that's yeah. the difference, man. Like when we're having to sit in there, and that starts that that, that part, like that desperation, loss of hope, kind yeah. of stuff. And I, I try and tell people this when I'm on out and talking, like, look, Americans, bro, you, you don't you know. Can, you saw a two-dimensional on a TV screen. You thought it was bad watching a guy hold on to some wheel well. Can you believe that? Landigard. Oh, my God. That was so terrible to watch. Was that That's terrible? probably one of the most terrifying things I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. With all the garbage you can peel off of that and stuff we've seen, when that went down in front of me, I, could, I couldn't I I had to turn around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was really bad. Dude, I couldn't believe that. They beach-balled babies to the gate. Literally, like, at a, at a football game, you know, like a beach ball just starts floating around. They're beach balling babies to the front just at the hopes of some Marine would reach down and grab yeah, that grab baby. Mm. And then when too many people would get there, the Taliban, they'd just walk up and dump so pick an down. AK. No, just go yeah. to the back of the crowd to push them away from the wall to try to prevent them from getting over. Why haven't we heard more? I mean, I know our government right now isn't the best, but... Well, I mean, <laughs> what would make you think that? So any, <laughs> I don't. I mean, I, I'm like. <laughs> I mean, I hope everybody votes right this November. Right. Um, because the just to prevent this from happening again, because it happened in Saigon. I mean, right? I know our. our oh, dude, you is, don't even want to get into that. Right. How I mean, the correlation between those two? Because the people who were in charge when they came in in '75 are still there. Yeah. My they question, are still though, freaking there, man. My question was not about our government. That's why I was like, I know they're not. Whatever. It's. The people. Why are the people still not talking about that? It was just a year ago. I think it's just ago. ugly to talk about. It's it's about like us. No, like, like the, the American media. People. Yeah, like the Amer- It's just it's the media is not per- talking about it because it demonizes the current administration and makes them look bad to yeah, include yeah, the, to include the government, yeah. like the the military, all branches. Because this everything. was Department of State, Department of Defense, the White House. This was a systematic failure of all of the different or yeah, like yeah. every branch. Every way that you can mess up, we messed up. And it's almost, correct me if I'm wrong on this, please, but I, it's almost as if, because we stopped the fighting, right? They, so they pulled us out and a different one went in, and then something else came in after that. So the, it, was, it wasn't a collapse or a shutdown. There wasn't, money, there wasn't any moving parts that kept that together. So when it fell like that, it fell. Yeah. And when you're leaving somebody behind, I'm like, bro, who'd you leave? Yeah. I hope it wasn't one of our healers or, or one of the soldiers or a freaking... You know, somebody is important, all important. They all got to do something. Who the hell did you leave? We left lots. Uh, well, I know that. And, and there's that's no... when, y'all come, when y'all spun up. I was, I was so happy. I got kids, man. They ruined my life, bro. I can't go play anymore. It's ridiculous. Can't, can't believe it. <laughs> so proud of you for doing that. Yeah, <laughs> I don't let it go. But, <laughs> um, but I will promote the shit out of y'all and your organization. And 
Uh, All right, so go ahead. Yeah, I'm sorry, man. I didn't mean to interrupt. Yeah. It's not, it's not brain science. It's not rocket science or, or brain surgery to realize that you don't move your tactical elements before you get the people out that you want to get out and that you don't get up strategic and tactical positions until you're ready for a proper withdrawal. Like you mentioned Sun Tzu, the art of war, like that's fucking chapter one. Right. You're like literally, you know, um, don't, don't like in Dunkirk, back yourself to the ocean. Well, we did that. Thank God that the, the British naval, civilian naval came and saved everybody. Like this was literally the dumbest thing that we could do at a tactical level. And, um, do you think we, that was the president or was it like, it was a, it was a combination military. of both. No, it's a, yeah. It's, a, you know, like, um, general Milley was one of the few people that was fighting on our behalf to enable and empower us to go and continue to do and rescue. Um, I'm not going to define what we did too much cause we were doing stuff, Yeah, sure. no, yeah, I didn't do that. but like yeah. 12,000 people, we couldn't do that without, a couple of people backing us. Right. And he's he's yeah. gonna he's gonna get the short end of the stick. He's gonna get fired, you know. Be- oh yeah, sure. Tell my general. Yeah. Of it's course. just crazy yeah. to me when there's a that large of a systematical approach or systematical failure that we don't just make it right in the moment. Yeah. Like Yeah, we could have fixed this. You yeah, it's like, like people are calling it a Neo. A Neo is what we do. Yeah. A non-combatant evacuation operation, that is a military operation that is conducted. And I mean, we got books on how to do it. We can have that done so fast. We could do it like this, and there's not a single person. You mark, you fucking, you listen to me. We could have gotten every single person out of that country. You can't believe it. If it was a NEO. It was not. It was a Department of State run, absolute shit Yeah, they took us out of it. And it has not yet, the media stopped talking about it. People stopped talking about it. Now there's no pressure for us to evaluate why it went wrong. There's no investigation going on. And, yeah, uh, I guess that's what my question is, is that, I mean, yes, the media talking about everything, but there's, it's just like it fell off the face of the earth, and uh, I mean, you never hear about it. There's well, no... Let me, t- let me tell you about throwing something else in front of it. Something else falls in front yeah. of it. You got, you got vaccine Vaccines, next, then you pandemic, got pro-choice, freaking, then yeah, you got... You know, like a new just, Supreme Court justice, then you got Chicago's Ukraine. trying to kill themselves off on a regular on Saturdays no, and Sundays. It's yeah. amazing. I mean, like every Monday, you're just like, wow. Well, yeah, death fell of 33 Chicago. I mean, they Is that advertise that now yeah. like some kind of damn sports game. You know, you know, it's 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 unbelievable. There's I would so think much that stuff that going would on. take precedence with Congress or you know all of that. Vote better, people. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh, okay. If you weren't here, I'd eat this couch right. I'm gonna set that couch right there to get throw <laughs> oh the trash later. I've been picking at it, and I just got it off. <laughs> it's like I got a sander in the yummy. Yeah. <laughs> no. Okay, so you did the um, Save Our Allies helped with the Afghanistan. Yeah, Afghanistan. And the process of moving somebody out of a war zone is really the same process of moving things into a war zone. It's the same skills. It's the same people. It's the same... Um, technology and it's kind of like the same uh it's really the same skill set so what we did was we just reversed engineered same people what we did in afghanistan our current uh ground force directorate of operations in ukraine right now sea spray um that's his code name his uh he was on the ground in afghanistan and you know he um he has already done the most heroic rescues like uh the fox news correspondent ben hall yeah. that got blown up were you out there for that? That was Save Our Allies. Bro, huh? We literally, like, that is going to be a movie. He got busted up pretty bad, um, right? Yeah, that man is brave, though. Yeah, he, I he, heard that. No no pain meds for 20 hours. He is, um, I think he's, I don't know if his wife, I mean, like, bad, yeah. bad wounds. Yeah, yeah, And uh, he just was just, let's go. That's crazy, too, because they're talking about him on dead. Fox anymore, like they should. 
<laughs> I heard he got busted up bad. Yeah, he's going to be back, and that man is going to be a fierce force to be reckoned with. Oh, he's a new standard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they cycle just like we do. Yeah. His every, mental faculties are perfectly intact. Um, he is going to be... Oh, good for, oh, they are? Okay, great. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Yep. Because now he's a real badass. Yeah. Because he's got the street cred. Yeah, street cred. He's got man, a foot you know? missing, <laughs> you know, most of his hands missing. Even we saw that dude like, hey, bro. Yeah. Man, you got Someone's going to run their mouth to him and be like, oh, so when I was on the front lines in Ukraine fighting the Russians uh, as, a, as, a, as a war reporter, and you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Oh, my Oh, you're gosh. a tough guy? I got blown up by a Russian rocket. So you have so many irons in the fire. You're doing Save Our Allies. You're doing the a- Apogee program. Mm-hmm. What else do you do? So I have a, a, a company called Sheepdog Response, which is a... Uh, our mission statement is to train and equip people to preserve and protect human life. So we are teaching law enforcement, military, currently school teachers, like lots of school teachers, about how to keep blood in good guys and let blood out of bad guys. So let blood out of bad guys is sometimes little holes. Sometimes um, it's just keeping them on the outside and uh, situational awareness and, and, you know, ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. So Sheepdog Response, we go 200 courses a year. A couple of SEALs work there, a bunch of Green Berets, a bunch of MARSOC kids. Our uh, director is uh, Matt Smith. You know, he's, he's coming from a special missions unit. And uh, so, like, you have the highest pedigree of guys that have been at war their whole entire adult lives that have been training young men about how to, how to go and do war. This is not a trickle-down thing. I have, like, systematically figured out how to put them into society. To So the next time somebody walks into a school... There's going to be somebody waiting in the parking lot, and they're going to, they're just going to end. Yeah, it. that's great. They, we, that's a brilliant way of doing that too. We were joking about it. Like, hey, man, the guy who should be driving those damn school buses is some ex badasses. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. Vote it down. Like yeah. you, the janitor should be that some bitch that just go will go to work because so we put all can... that, that security on our money, but not our kids. Yeah, and it's harder to get into a Costco than it is to get into a school right yeah. now. Yeah, like it's okay, harder for our kids' school, and our kids are at a very small private school. Nothing fancy. It's not one of the big fancy ones in Houston or anything. To get in, you have to be buzzed in. They have a camera. You have to, they either know you or you have to show an ID at the camera to get in. And then once you are buzzed in, you're in like a... Kill box. Yeah. That's right. Just like my building. I mean, there's there's another set of doors. And then there's a lady behind a, a, you know fiberglass or whatever yeah. it is you ever heard of complacency kills you ever heard this expression it's something we live by you don't change your batteries one night the next night you go out and the batteries go out and your laser's not working your night vision goes it's yeah. the worst sound ever so what happens is that's the right thing when it's done the right way and the process is executed as as the design yeah but then a teacher's like oh, i just got to run out to the car real fast to get something so she puts a little rock in the door mm. you know or yeah. she doesn't go she does she she's she's already frustrated with the bureaucracy that is education so she's not going to any any extra courses every one of my teachers has to go to our protect course they got to learn how to shoot they got to learn how to communicate they have to learn how to medicate like they have to learn those mm-hmm. things every one of my teachers and uh like that's not a requirement anywhere yeah i don't understand like why if our little school that's 100 percent parent funded if they can do it and it's not a lot of parents with a whole bunch of money we just 
pitched in, however yeah. much it was. Um, Just everybody knows, too, because I have snipers on the outside, and there's actually... <laughs> Daggers and fall <laughs> in the kill right. box down. Yeah, I have it all just opens. And yeah, my brother's there. There's a bunch of team guys. What just for those, anybody who was wondering, what were those uh, Vietnam sticks that they oh, like? Geez. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just thinking, like, why aren't all schools? Why don't they take that COVID money that's just sitting somewhere um, yeah. that never got it's in used? Pocket. Right. Mm-hmm. Why aren't they using that and just simply putting automatic locks on every door, just as a, a like a phase? Point one. I mean, yeah. not even like a full, that's not going to solve the problem, but why not just do it? Yeah. I mean, there's three things that have, have to happen immediately. One of them is the hardening of schools. All of them should have the exact same, you know, like my, my brother that works on a nuclear power plant, it's pretty hard to get on that place. You know, it's, I would uh, think. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's real hard. Yeah. Like you can make a place hard to get onto. Yeah. It's, we, we know how to do it. Oh yeah. Like we're, we're pretty good. Like if you don't want to get on my fob, Matter you're not going to get on my fob. They can make it real hard. Like some of the, you can't believe it. That's, it's not, it's funny, but it's not because the, the, some of these people, man, they come up with some stuff for their security systems. I think it's too much. Yeah. Like it's impossible. They got to, cameras that shoot out man. tasers. You know, they got drones that can shoot like <laughs> OC balls. I'm like, yeah. that's cool. I want all that, but right. yeah, I'd like, love to have it. Yeah. You don't need it. You don't need it, but so yeah, one it. is absolutely hardening schools immediately. Two is training people. Like law enforcement, what we saw at the Ovalde shooting was a breakdown of training with law enforcement. And um, I'm not sure. Hopefully you haven't watched the video. But oh, yeah, shit. Yeah, terrible. we saw it, man. I can't even. Not, I mean, not, I don't even 90% know. 90% of the killing happened before law enforcement even got there. I know it looks really bad when law enforcement got there. Everybody's already dead. You know, you could have saved some lives from, from prevention of bleeding out. But um, the so law enforcement being trained differently, it wouldn't really changed the actual number of students that died at Evalde. I know that sounds horrible because we saw how depressing and horrible their response was, and that has to be fixed. But you actually have to have somebody on site. The reason that we have special missions units that are four deployed at embassies, at capitals, at, at cap in capitals of countries, it's because you physically have to have people there to respond. Those people are going to be teachers, janitors, bus drivers, and they're the ones that have to be trained. Yeah, They'd be like, so that kid just crashed a car in the front and then shot at a couple of people yeah. walking in the parking lot, but then he's going to be able to walk across the parking lot and then walk into the, yeah. like, yeah. good luck doing that in my church. Right. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're, you're facing well, you got a bunch of us running around. Yeah. There's a bunch of our guys just laying around being lazy. Yeah. And we can wake them up. Yeah, let's you wake them up. Definitely wake let's their wake ass them up. up. You know what I'm talking about? Because yep. when they're, we trickle out, there's phases that the the PTSD is pissed off, tired, looking for something to do. Yeah. Because a lot of them just we got to go through our drinking phase. You got to go through all that drug and, and freaking wild. Re- refind a purpose. Find your purpose. <laughs> but I mean, you. And there's a purpose sitting right here. Yeah. I mean, if people are just depressed and can't, you know, figure out what their groove is, get well, up protecting and go, kids. Yeah. Everybody can get on that. Everybody board. can get on that. I don't think you'd ever get out of a job. No. So right? yeah. with Sheepdog, no. like, are schools from all around the country sending teachers Not enough. there? No. So most of the schools don't have funding to, yeah, to send anybody to private training. Mm. And the government is definitely... Oh, tech, fortunately, we're in Texas, so some of the school boards have a little bit of discretionary funds to, to get teachers. A lot of the teachers are paying out of pocket. I have scholarship funds where I personally am paying for teachers to come to it. You got a donation place for that? Oh, yeah. All right, check. Yep. Is that Sheep... Like, can you plug that? Yeah. Um, so for we have the Kind Foundation for Apogee, and that's like how all of our teachers go to extra training. Um, and uh, but man, if you're gonna send money, send to Save Our Allies right now. Like, I'll I'll, I'll pay for teachers to to go to my schools. So you know, do, like, you, do you 
do they do it to where you can go in during the school day so the teachers don't have to take off? Oh, yeah, and, we're, we're doing it all. Oh, oh yeah, I figure. Yeah. That's cool. That's, yeah. that's the best. Yeah. Yeah, I would be really curious. And I'm sure a lot of even just private schools all over the country that don't have just they don't know where to go to get trained. Um, if anyone's listening to this, like just and look so up it, it, I know dog. it's really hard. It, it's almost a bridge too far for me to ask an educator when they like go to the website and they see guys like you that are, you know, like jaws and they're big and they've been fighting their whole entire lives. Like, do I really need to go and learn this? You do. Yeah. Like, you do. There, you have to protect your flock. Or at least flock. ask for a certain percentage of someone from the school. Like, ask for a yeah. raise of hands. Who's willing? Yeah, it has to be voluntary. Yeah, it has to be voluntary. Willing to go do this. Oh yeah. And out of this whole school, there's got to be a handful. It only takes one. All right. It only yeah. takes one to be in a in a like. When that dude walked into Batman with his mask and he threw that gas in there and he started shooting everybody in Aurora. Um, yeah, like, do you know how many times I've had an erection thinking about being in that movie theater on that day? Man. And that guy there was like, Don't even. dude, be so rad. It'd be so rad. The guy's like, ah, maybe get And he's dead. That's yeah. the end of the story. He's just dead. He, yeah. he made it like one step in. One of those perfect towns you pulled into, the basketball coaches should have been professional players somewhere. They came back to their town, right? Yep. And then everybody comes back and you watch out for your, your place. The safest spot is that, is, is that schoolhouse. Matter of yeah. fact, that's where you get out of the house away from all the chaos if you got it's a bad like home life. the guy life. we interviewed the other day, Jay Dobbins, is now the football coach. And um, he was uh, the CIA. It was ATF, yeah. Uh, ATF that took, um, he infiltrated the Hells Angels. Oh, right. I know him. And now he's, right? yeah. now he's a football coach. Yeah. At the, at a, Did he write a book? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. They did a documentary on him. What was that Gangland back yep. in the day? We watched. Yeah. <laughs> but that's so cool. Like that's what we should be doing, or somehow giving back to our kids. The the, kids in the, the warrior class. I got it. You set down your sword. You don't have to pick up your sword, but you got to get off your ass. Oh man, train it, sucker. We need him back. Freaking... We need him back. Yeah, you got it. Well, that's the thing. There's a break in between. I, I I I agree with you on that 100 percent, man. Trade the rifle in, get a freaking shovel or something else. Or now you know why sports were invented. <laughs> something to keep these fools <laughs> yeah. occupied. Yeah. And every different type of sport. And I, I I get with the teachers like when we walk in, you forget this. I have, I tell our guys this all the time. I was like, get your ass out in the neighborhood and meet your neighbors. They're not gonna come to your house. Yeah. You're yeah. terrifying looking. <laughs> Yeah. I tell him that all the time. Yeah. I'm like, but you she didn't tell to me this. Yeah. She said, like, go I'm meet like, the damn neighbor. I'm like, hey, why don't you come over and talk to me, damn it? I'm like, go over here. They're, they're laying booby trapped, right? I mean, you got to go out and uh, take our, especially Green Berets, UFC fighters. Like, sure, I'm going to go over and hang out with Tim. That's yeah. like a awesome, dude. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I wonder if he's home. I am so tied in my neighbors. Yeah. You know, a lot of guys don't tell them that. Super tied in. Okay, good. Do not try to come into my neighborhood. That's the way to All of us have a plan. That's, you know, like you're not going to make it through the entrance street. And then we actually have phase lines where you're, I mean, what's up? Intersecting sectors. You got secret service. Like, I know I got redneck neighbors, man. They'll catch you and keep you. Bro, they just look for you coming to ask, like, hey, is my still around here? Oh, yeah, right back in the back. In the barn. Yeah, in the barn back here. Come get some. What's up? funny i love my neighbors we had a trespasser one time when marcus actually we've had a couple and every single time he's not home and um the first time it ever happened it was before we had a gate and our driveway is long yeah um and this guy i was actually pulling out i was gonna go to dinner I i had a friend with me and we're on the driveway and this guy in a jeep comes up right next to me and i see he has a rifle just leaning up against um the dashboard 
And I kind of, I wave him off. I'm like, hey, who are you here? Like, what are you here for? And he said, oh, I'm going to take care of these punk ass teenagers that are vandalizing my house. And I said, nobody from here is vandalizing your house. And at the time, our son was about 17, 18, and he just got home from football practice. Like that kid would go to school, go to football, come home, do his homework and crash. Like yeah. he's not off doing anything ever. He never wandered around anywhere off the property. And, um, he goes, no, I know they're back here. They, uh, they let their German shepherd kill my dog. And I go, we don't have a German shepherd. I don't know what you're talking about. Good Lord. It's dangerous. Yeah. Like you need to leave. Oh, it gets better. And I text Marcus's mom. She which call my mother in, bro. Is oh, our no. <laughs> phase one. That's our first line of defense. She has the first house on the property. And I text her. I said, man with gun, come now. And I put at the creek. Get ahead of the postage rate increases this year with stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com code PROGRAM. She comes out and she goes, hey, motherfucker, (laughs) (laughs) what are you doing? And he goes, I'm going to take care of whatever. He starts, they're yelling back and forth. And she goes, she gets her shotgun and he goes, well, I got a gun too. She goes, and this is going to turn into some Hatfield and McCoy's kind of shit real quick. You better get the fuck off my property. <laughs> and don't you ever talk to my daughter-in-law, daughter-in-law like this again. Yeah. How many she, could she have? <laughs> just just me and my brother. Man, but my she should have made more. And my oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She'll kill you quick. She'll yeah. mess around, dude. She's she, and she grabbed him by the back of his neck and she goes, you get the fuck off now. And <laughs> That's what I grew up with. And if you look at her, you would think the sweet old lady. Yeah. <laughs> like, you would Shit. never... That gate's key now, though, huh? She's oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's Tate Mill, too. Uh, so while she's doing that, I'm taking a picture of the license plate, mm-hmm. and I call... We're friends with um, the local law enforcement, and I called them, and I said, we had a trespasser, he had a gun, he was threatening, blah, 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 and they went over to his house, they looked it up or whatever, and they said, he is a schizophrenic. Uh. And he has issues like going to different He's people's good. houses so is my or husband. whatever. Wait till they Wait till meet that dude. Yeah. And really they, um, next week we had a gate up or whatever, but they actually gave him a warning, a trespassing warning. And they told him, you went there with a gun. They could have killed you. Like no questions yep. asked. They could have shot you, yeah. and you would have never been found. So, yeah. about Ca- him, Castle Doctrine's a thing. Yeah, yeah. put him on thing the gate. That I just in. let everybody else know. Yeah, yeah. And, and the the gate is is recognized for trespassing. You actually don't need a sign. Right. It's like mine. I got I got the purple um, fence paint. posts. Yeah, 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 yeah I got the purple the trees on uh, fence posts on trees. I yeah. got the gate. I got the sign. You know, like you you come on here. You, you know, have plenty you're gonna of get chances. A, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You gotta you gotta come three acres just to get to the front door, and when you get to that front door, like you're gonna be in a gunfight. Right, you so know, you and then you got to get through my Belgian. There's a couple oh, of because uh, I'm yeah. Companies make really face. cool signs, like Area 53. <laughs> <laughs> you have any of those? No. Oh, you got to post oh, it. Yeah. His mom at her house, right when you pull up, there's a sign that says "All trespassers will be shot." Yeah, <laughs> I got all kinds of stuff out here man, when you come creep in because I know the kids try to you got to sneak in here, yeah. but you got to make it interesting for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now yeah, I carry a, a gun challenge. in my car. Yeah, it won't kill you, but you will be maimed if you come in here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And now I, I always have a gun in my car, so I don't have to call grandma. She's call. a great shot, too. Uh, by the way, she's better than... <laughs> this is, this is terrifying. Actually, yeah. We have a... That sheepdog, we, we have women's only courses that, that are... Um, 
like designed for like just that. And uh, because you never know, like at a Walmart parking lot, you know, in Leander, this guy was a purse snatcher that was just going to fancy Walmarts or um, HEBs. Explain that, fancy Walmart. (laughs) Yeah, no, no, not Walmart, HEBs. Oh, check. Sorry, (laughs) But like the the problem set that would be like what a Walmart parking lot is to an HEB to a Whole Foods, like those are three different problems. And like just not knowing what my different problems are going to be. Like there are different predators that are going to be each of them. One's obviously looking for property crimes. One's probably looking for violence and he's already drunk. You know, so like understanding your operational environment. Yeah. It's, it's so it, important to teach them that. Yeah. Nobody thinks like that anymore. That's well, the, the more civilized we get as human beings, the, the further that goes away with us, they put it back in us, that yeah. instinct. Because I mean, you, we, we could feel that now. Yeah. I mean, you could see it walking up. Yeah. Because we had, we had to go through every phase of all that out there just to hunt them down I over there. To, when you say you could feel it, the sixth sense is, is absolutely a real thing that gets trained. They, mm-hmm. they, they have like words like seal luck. You know, they, they have um, the, we, we have this expression that there are, there are no fair weather green braids because they already all died. Oh um, my gosh. But we, we literally learn how like this instinct that we, we, we start to believe in it. And um, I then, I tell a story during selection where um, we have this stall course. It's just, we call the long walk where you're, you're walking like maybe 30, 40 miles on this un, uh, on this land navigation course that's not self-correcting. And I hit a couple points and, uh, you know, I pull my, my, my compass out. I get my azimuth for what I think is my third point. And the wind is just like dead into my face, like dead into my face. I've been walking for maybe a mile or two. And, uh, and I start smelling woman. Mm. Clear, I mean, like I hadn't smelled a woman in six months. And uh, I like check my compass again, and it's 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 dead reckoning right on to my azimuth. This wind has hit me on my nose, and that's a woman. I put my compass away, and I ran flat out. And I get to my next point, and there's this old retired Vietnam Green Beret with his wife. She washed her hair, she conditioned her hair, and she knew sure shit exactly what she was doing, which was. All the senses that that we as a civilized society have lost, like, you know, we depend so much on our eyes, we forget about our nose, we we, we don't even know why our hair sticks up when somebody's looking at us weird. Like, we know why. Mm-hmm. Like, we've, been, we, we've learned by not dying that yeah. that is a real thing. But, like, those senses in the civilized society, they're there. They, they can get woken up, and they need to wake up. Yeah. That's oh, you're masking with the stuff you put in your body. Yeah. And everything you put, eyes eat first, right? Yeah. Bunny man says that all the time. And, and and that's true, but when you <laughs> there's so much you can pick up, so much you miss, yeah, and so much. So you've got sheepdog. Mm-hmm. What else are you doing? Oh, Apogee Strong Young Men Mentorship Program. Uh, we, like young men are broken right now. You look at these these active shooters. It's the same same thing over and over and over again. And uh, these young men are missing purpose. They've been emasculated. Society's telling them that, you know, like they can't be rough. They can't go fight. They can't. And there's nothing more dangerous than, than a broken man, mm-hmm. you know, where, where masculinity is a beautiful thing. And there's not a, there's not a form of toxic masculinity. There's just good masculinity. And then there's brokenness. Right. And we have a generation of broken young men that are on drugs, that are depressed, that are playing video games, that are being, you know, watching every single movie where they're executing people, faces, and like none of it's right. And even worse is they're not out there learning how to to have their hands feel like this. Yeah. You know, to like lay down at the end of the day and be tired. That's the thing. Where your hands feel like they don't fit. You work so hard. Yeah. So how do you, or is that an, like an online mentorship or 
So it's an online mentorship, but it is, again, the, the Socratic approach. We are just guiding them. So they have to have a workout journal. They have to have a diet journal. I give that your books on it. Um, they get a reading list that has, you know, from Jocko to Chris Kyle to like, like mm-hmm. Marcus Aurelius. And uh, then they have to give reports. They have interviews where we tie in a bunch of, you know, Bedrick Killian and, and, um, like brilliant entrepreneurs and military professionals. They, they have to interview them. And then they have to do ARs after those interviews. Um, how do you change? Like, we'll, we'll just like, how do you change the oil in a car? Yeah. How many of you guys in this, we break them up into teams, these like sure. almost ODAs. Like, do you, who doesn't know? Four kids raise their hands. Yeah. Cool. You guys, you other eight that know how, go and teach them how to do it. Marcus did that. that. He does that when... When Hunter was in high school and college, he would bring all of his friends and Marcus would um, teach them, like teach one of them how to use the chainsaw or how to use the tractor or whatever it I was. I watched one of my daughter's friends not know how to pump gas. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's crazy. And so his thing was the one he taught needed to teach the next one and mm-hmm. the next one. And actually some of those boys are the I ones do that are- three days. That's when you get good at where you can teach somebody mm-hmm. and then have them pass down. We kind of step back. Yeah. I mean, you're going back old school with this kind of teaching. With the Stoics, yeah. the, the, some of the best leaders we ever had come out of our history, man, were taught like that. You just had a bunch of solid guys who had been through it who figured that stuff out, had access to one spot. Yeah. So with the young men that are broken, are you only getting men that want to be fixed, or are you recruiting men Both. That, that need to be fixed? Yeah, so um, like Jesus didn't go you know, in into the holiest of places. He was allowed there. He, yeah. he went to where the prostitutes and taxpayers were. Um, I, I am spending the majority of my time not with my kind. Yeah. Um, I am obviously in Afghanistan. I'm in Ukraine. And our, our guys are, we're not at departments that are wanting to send guys because those guys are coming anyways. Right. We're at departments where guys don't want to come. And we're saying, hey, you need this training. We're at schools that are like, hey, you know, that's not really our bag. We're against like warrior tribe training. I was like, who are you now? Cool. Statistically, this is what happens to schools like yours. Right. And uh, so. Did you ever have the gardener in the war, the warrior in the garden? Yeah. That whole phrase. Yeah. And it's like, man, you're not, that's a mindset when you're talking about warrior because we can you can shift us. Soldier, whatever you want to call us. There's been multiple names. Yeah. But what comes behind is discipline. Have you, you seen that, sit in that? That is a mish, mish, I don't remember the, 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 the artist's name, it's a, it's a famous painting and poem, and it just has a guy kneeling, and he's, he's tilling sco- soil by hand, and you can just see his robe is just sticking out a few inches, and uh, what's the short blade of the katana, the, mm-hmm. the not full-length samurai sword, it's like the shorter one. It's, feel like well, that's what's behind his back. Uh-huh. But he's sitting there on his hands and knees, tilling, tilling the soil with his bare hands, and it's like, would you rather have a warrior in a garden, or a yeah. gardener as a warrior? And yeah. Like for sure, obviously, just right. give me the warrior that can garden, and uh, that's us. Yeah, so you don't want to fight. <laughs> no. After everything we've been through, but I'll fight. I don't want to fight. There's a difference. Yeah, there's there's a huge difference. Like when we're going out and looking for it, that appetite we had in the beginning. Well, that's why you had to train us, because once you got that in you, then yeah. it's kind of in there, right? Yeah. And there, there's a huge difference between them dudes that that don't want to fight and that, but will throw down, and then the ones that don't want to fight but don't. Which one's scary? That won't. Yeah, right. So. And you, you never know when it'll when it'll come out. Yeah. So that's the tr- where the training comes in. So 
So with Apogee Strong, then you have the Apogee Program, which Mm -hmm. is the actual school. You have the Sheepdog training them. Are you doing anything else other than the book? You got a gym? Yeah, we have a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu gym, uh, Gracie Maida Cedar Park. So I'm, I'm. There's Halo Gracie who started Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, Hoyler Gracie. This is a whole son. different topic altogether. Getting yeah. into that family line, bro. <laughs> no. We go for days. On that. I'm fat. That I love that family. Yeah. And that, I, that I'm a Hoyler Gracie. Like Hoyler gave me my black belt. Oh, great. oh wow, Man, that's awesome, yeah. bro. So I, think I, already I have knew a Hoyler that, Gracie yeah, yeah, proper, like proper gym. That's like so there's cool. a lot of tough guy gyms. This is like you. You have to wear a white gi. You know, like you have to tie it right. Every like yeah, tradition. Yeah, I'm big on that too. I'm here, man. Big it, big. I'm in it. He grew up doing traditional karate. I think it's yeah. I try and tell these young kids, man. I was like, hey, look, when you when you started kindergarten and you graduated twelfth grade, you're a different human being altogether. Like when we put that white belt on, time you get that black one, you're a different human. Yeah. Same with us when we went through selection. You know as well as that was a big change. Yeah. Like when we come out of there with those tabs and those pins on after, and someone acknowledges that you've been you're different, it, it completely changes your mindset. Well, that this back to broken young men. Like we had, we had so many opportunities and rites of pay- passage for me. Like I, I can't, I don't know when I could say, man, I'm a man. Like I, had, I had made kids before I was a man. You know, I was, I was a broken, all that violent rage and all of that, um, like testosterone and energy misguided, right? But then making it through selection and then going to another selection. Like, am, am I a man yet? I don't know. Like there were so many opportunities where I, I had my identity, like yeah. I wore it on my sleeve, right? And I had the pride in my flag. And, and but most importantly, I had a purpose and that's so missing right now. Like, where mm-hmm. is that? Where you know, this point. generation is like, am, am I a man? I remember wanting that acknowledgement from my father. Like, am I a man, dad? You know, like, and he he was so amazing, and he you know he's a, he's a great dad and a, a perfect father, and he and he gave us those moments, but like now, where is that? It's missing for sure. It's missing. <laughs> Our well, and a lot or, of or who's I mean, well, how'd that happen? Have we been away? I mean, what the hell happened? How did we? How'd they get nice missed? times? It's nice right now. Well, and I think well, a yeah, lot well, of it is single moms too. A lot of broken There's families. A huge yeah. amount of single moms, and when a a lot of moms are either working all the time and so they're absent. So there's really no parental role, even though she might, that's not what she wanted. I'm not saying like a bad mom. I'm just saying a mom that just can't fill both roles. Those active shooters, almost every single one of them is missing a male masculine mm-hmm. figure in their lives. I was going to ask you, that's true. Almost yeah, every, every one of them. single one of them. Yeah. And so for those single moms, I think, you know, there needs to be a conversation of finding Boy a Scouts, male, football, yeah, finding martial arts. That's what we started that like, stuff. Have you ever wondered why we had all that stuff to begin yeah. with? There had to be a There's reason. There's a purpose. Yeah, there actually yeah. There absolutely had to be a reason to put that yeah. much effort into designing that, and it had to be to mold the young men. Yeah, when I, when I, when I messed up and and I was, and I and I got and I lost to a guy that I that I shouldn't have lost to, and I oh, fuck, you know, and the, my sensei walks back and cracks me over the back of the head with a scrim stick and I look up at him and then I look over at my dad and my dad's gonna go fight him and my dad just goes like this I'm like oh man uh, yeah you know like I needed that yeah you know and then like having my football coach grab me by or not um, uh, what was what was I wearing what mask because I didn't even play football grab me and yells at me in my, in my face like you can never do that now yeah. you know like you go and you protect the rest of your teammates mm-hmm. what was this I had to be on the wrestling mat I grew. I had. I was a single mom. Um, I had Hunter when I was toughest job in the world. Nineteen, and I had my dad. Thankfully, that was um, a huge influence in Hunter's life. But then we met Marcus when Hunter was twelve. So that was also super huge. 
But y'all talking about sports, I never thought about it, but I had him in sports from the time he was three. He played t-ball, then baseball yeah. and football all the way until college. And I, those coaches, I do think that that was a really big, lives. yeah, I, I never thought about that until yep. now. I mean, look to where you want them to go. I mean, they're not hard to spot. We're not hard to spot, man. You know what I'm talking about? Like, and it, it, all you have to do is, I know I said this earlier, I was like, we're going to come to you and introduce ourselves. But I mean, we don't have any problem telling your kid, yeah, hey, do this, don't do that. We don't have any problem doing that. Mm-hmm. Learn that in the military by teaching them young kids when they would come in. Yeah. That's, what, that's how we got good at that. We need, we need, to, we need more coaches. Mm-hmm. We also need more kids. We have lowest uh, participation in sports. Yeah, I heard American that. Hit right now. I heard that. So we have fewer kids that are playing sports ever right now. So one of the recruiting problems is we have the, the, the smallest population of eligible young men and women for service. They're fat. They're on drugs. They have criminal histories. So of, of your, even if you just did it per capita, if you just took a thousand, we have the lowest percentage of, of eligible people to serve in, in American history right now. Oh, eligible. Eligible. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're enjoying the fruits. Yep. That's what's happening. Yeah, they're fat. They're fat and lazy. We were talking about earlier. Is like, yeah, when we were kids, how would you know if we were in actually in a, our, our paradise, if it got invented? Well, mine was if I could see my buddy on my watch, right? That was kind of like high-speed Star Trek stuff. And then this communicator right here, you can touch a picture and it'll show up to the door. That sounds made up because we're hybrids, man. We were born in, in the old school and the new. The new kids, the, our kids, it's almost like we had to go through this together. Like we were learning the internet and social media, yeah. and once tech came online, that was a game. That's completely different realm, and something that's born into that, they can't appreciate it. They don't understand it. They don't understand the difference, especially if you got something. The next, we're sitting here saying, "Yeah, hey, this was, this was hard." When our kids are trying to explain Bitcoin to us, yeah, we're like, "What?" You got in in the past two years, you're broke now. But if you got right. in ten years ago, you're rich. Our yeah. son. Sa- <laughs> Hunter actually did get in when he was in yeah, high school, hustler. and I didn't even know. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. This younger generation coming online, I mean, if we're different, like I say we're X-Men, we're hybrids. Like, there's something in us, but whatever it is. But the young ones, man, they got some skills I can't believe, right? I watch them do stuff. Like when I go down and train them and see them move, the way their hand-eye coordination, how smart they are. Chad's son, Hunter, came to Ukraine with us, and uh, we had to program... All of our tech equipment for a full pace, like primary alternate contingent emergency, like full, as encrypted as you can imagine. Full profile. Everything. Yeah. And uh, Hunter sat down and he worked straight for three days to program every single piece of equipment that we had on all four different platforms. You know, and he he's, he's a young, good looking you know, like millennial or Gen Z, I'm not, he's right on the precipice of the two. And uh, so like as, as quick as we do throw stones at, at them, man, there's some gems. There really are. There, there are We've some seen gems. it too. Yeah. We've, there's some very... Like you're hard on me. We talk about like, up. yeah, that's what we do. That's what I, I, Yeah, I'm going to do that to you your whole life. I'm going to be yeah. hard on you. That's because I know how... I had to hear that line. You're gonna have to hear it from us, but they're real different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, those are real like, different. The, the, the dad in the Great Depression... When that word started coming in in like the early '40s, that Jews are burning up and being murdered in gas chambers, like, do you think there was a degree of hopelessness? Like this generation can't do it, and then two years later we're climbing cliffs and running up beaches. Yeah, check. Oh yeah, right. Oh uh, yeah. What were they before? Right. That's a great question. 
That's why you can't ever judge anybody from back in the day, yeah. man. Like what they had to go through, how times were. Yeah. I mean, it says it, you know, in the Bible, there's things just damn crazy and backwards. Men and women, men, you know, that's. Yeah. Then I know that my parents' generation, same thing with Vietnam, they had to have been like these long haired hippies, but then they answered sure. the call. Yeah. You know, you got the Chris, Kertof- Chris Christoffersons, yeah. you know, and uh, the Roy Benavides. Dude. Oh, my you know, gosh. Like, they're there. Yeah. yeah, they're in there, right? Yeah. And then you get to... They just hate each other, I think. Like, yeah. the baby boomers don't like it. That war messed them up. Yeah. It, it really did, man. When you look back at time, where, where the, the shift happened, it's right there. And Wasn't it, he from Austin, Benavides? No, he's, he's from El Paso. Yeah, oh, West El Paso. Texas boy. Yeah. Was yeah, he's a Texas boy, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, huh? yeah. There's some badasses in there, man. They just, they just don't... They don't get along with each other. So I think earlier you were talking about like the media, right? Like why don't they like the cycle just so goes so quick and it's uh-huh. so fast. I think that that's our responsibility as podcasters. And there's a lot of good shows out there to basically continue the message of mm-hmm. like what programs are out there. I love, I love watching the influence that media once had continue to wane. Can you yeah. believe that? Oh man. You can see it. Yeah. It's, Every it's day. happening so, uh, okay. I noticed that too. Every day, there, it's a little less. It up. I, I, there is, yep. and it's it's picking up on them. I don't know if they know that. They know it. Okay, no, they, they I have think they to. They know it because now, now they're trying to control mm-hmm. podcasts. Yep. Bro, it's it's bad for them, man. The media is about to get spanked. Yep. Yeah, I they've been getting spanked for five years on the, on the revenue side. No, 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 no. I'm talking about like when people shift on them, see who's because who's causing all this yep. grief. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Stirring get mad every, at them instead yep. of just losing money where they people actually get because everyone's scared of them because they don't yeah. uh, you know what those it's like the kid who can the popular kid who can yell yeah. at you and you kind of but once people realize that they ain't man have you have you seen the it's a four face photo the fir, the first one is just one guy standing up to the dictator and the next picture is three guys around him standing up yeah, and the next yeah, picture all, is like the whole group and then finally is the one dictator on his knees to the rest of the people like the people. Mm-hmm. The people, we the people, the reason that that was so powerful is because we the people had all the power. We were the people that they were scared of. We were the people that if you taxed us too much, we're going to go pick up our guns and we're going to go kill all of you. Yeah. If you tax us on Christmas tea, night, yeah. we're coming to your we're house. Gonna Christmas, Christmas night, Christmas we night. we're going to cross the river and <laughs> murder you in your sleep. Kidding me? That's we who kept we are. That alive, man. That's still yeah. around. Don't forget that. That's oh who we gosh. are. I'm, I'm, the media knows it's coming, but it is our responsibility to, to like, we the people. It's not just podcasters. It's the people's responsibility to keep that on the forefront. Like people are stopping. We have stopped talking about Ukraine. The new, the 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 new Russia is going to be at the NATO line. In our life, did you ever think like yeah. we were alive for for the fall of the wall? Right. Mm-hmm. Like you you were not. We were alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember and it. Were you? I'm 43. Okay. Good. <laughs> All right. Now, they own Belarus by proxy. The president is just a proxy for Putin. Like they own Crimea. They now are in Ukraine, and they're going to go all the way up to the river. They're going to once they get Odessa, they'll be able to take the rest of the Ukraine. Like the USSR of old will now be in our lifetime, all the way back to where they were. They're, next is Poland and Czech Republic. They're going to be looking at Romania and Finland. Like in same cycle our they always do. Yeah. Yeah. You tracked that war, how yeah. that happened, man. They, so they played kid, that game before. Yeah. When I was a kid, the girl that lived across Nobody's the street about from it. me, her like spy. her parents were immigrants. She's fine. Could have been. Yeah. Her dad was from Germany, and her mom was from Hungary. What side of Germany? I don't know. But yeah. I remember when the fall of the wall, like we watched it at her house. Was she like was this, a, or was she like this? Oh, no, they were excited. Okay. And so that is why I specifically remember it, because... 
I mean, they barely even spoke English. And um, it, I was probably nine, maybe. I don't remember what what year was that. Uh, 84, yeah, 84, 84, 84, 85. Then I would have been a little younger than that. You Um, can't understand communism until you see communism. Yeah. Like, so, you know, I was just seeing some Russians a couple of days or a week ago, you know, they got no teeth. Their uniforms are passing down three generations. Like the, the guys that defect across, um, the DNZ in Korea, when we finally get them, and we're trying to treat them. They have worms. They have like weird viruses in their blood. They have no teeth. Poor bastards. Like everything that, that communist yeah. touches, it destroys. Yeah. And, uh, and, and then um, we... 1989. I knew right. I was about nine. I was 10 years old. It was 1989. I was never good at math. Thank you. We need to Joe Rogan Jamie that can yeah. just, like, pull that information. Exactly. I knew that I, like, I could... I'm not your go-to guy on that. I'll give you the roundabout. Like, if you <laughs> I want can that, picture I, myself in her living room. So I remember being about third, fourth grade or so. Sorry. I had to myself on that one 1989 mm-hmm. fall the berlin wall yeah. i was just jumping into the earth at that point great you know? year <laughs> yeah, just coming year in he was born. I was more <laughs> a little younger all right school. great summer okay sorry tell us about your book <sighs> well we've just been talking about it okay really I so mean, everything it, that we yeah, just scars and, the, the book scars and stripes but um i did great name yeah i i got a lot of both that's good and uh um, we collect them here yeah we do I was, I was telling you the other day, I was like, man, you know, we collect scars around here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hope you guys can go. And stripes. Like, you well, got quite a few. Yeah, yeah. That, that's a hard thing to, like, peop, a lot of people don't understand the connection that they're, they actually like, all, could be synonyms with, within the military. Yeah. Like, you can't have one without the other. Um, <laughs> you can bet there is. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I tried to, as best I can, in the most transparent, vulnerable way, go through what it's, life to li- what it's like to live this extraordinary life. Um, so like, this is not like a pound your chest. I'm this rad person. It is, it is mostly my failures in really vivid detail. Um, lowest points of having a bunch of, a couple of women pregnant, think I'm dying of AIDS and I'm swimming due West a couple miles out into the ocean, into the fog, um, you know, getting blown up and, uh, you know, everybody in front of me dying and thinking that's the end. Um, and all the mistakes that I made leading up to that. And it's that over and over and over again. And if you take a step back, the big arc is this chronological story of my life. The main storyline is like, never quit. Keep swimming. We need to set up the actual world's most interesting man competition and start putting some of the guys that you're on the list for that. My, I, I argue my buddy Seaspray. Has he got it? Yeah, he's got it. Damn it. That's a good call sign, too. I was joking with some of the guys the other day. JT was telling us. He goes, there was, he had two two buddies. One of them was... Evan could be on there. You'd be on there. Jocko would be on there. I think there. It, there should be a real competition for that. We got some interesting dudes, man. We, we'd have to have a, a pretty Instead objective of a competition, panelist. I think you just... like Our own club? Y'all all need to start <laughs> doing <laughs> like, stuff together. We, we like, kind of do. We're... Like the unusuals have our own commercial. Yeah, yeah y'all all just need to start like once I mean, a year. Suspects. You get together and just your own little mastermind. Yeah, you know what like I mean? a mastermind. Yeah, create your own cryptocurrency. Night of the round table. Right. Get I want a sword. Stoics in one area. Can I have a sword? <laughs> Do we yes, get swords? You can have Absolutely. a sword. Yeah. Okay, I'm in. Right, well, I'm in there. Okay, I'm in. Like no, the, no sword. I'm out. And everyone can show up. It's, it's competition. Who's the best one of those? By the way, the swag bag is a sword. Yeah. So, could you imagine that table? You'd uh, Jocko, Evan, Matt, you, Sea Spray. Uh, I got my buddy. So I, mean, I, I bet we would put up, we'd have to narrow it down to like 12. And the amount of 
wisdom and mistakes that have been at that table? You know how hard we'd be laughing? I don't know. I, I mean, <laughs> no business would be accomplished. <laughs> no, yeah. I don't know. I'm, look, I'm trying that to pull That would be the funniest. There's so the many. Guys, yeah, you get in yeah, yeah, It's like, man, how do you make the list? There's so many stuff. good people. Yeah. yeah. Throw that guy. I can't I can't be around that guy because I can't stop laughing. Yeah, there's a couple of them no matter what they say. They're trying to be serious. And we'll start laughing. We'll start laughing. Jeff Gonzalez. Um, he's in my building. Another great seal. We should do the one, have a multitude of questions. Ask each question to each guy to see what the answer is. Yeah. Same thing you do at your schools. I mean, it's kind of like, what, what, what would you do? What would y'all do in this situation? I would, yeah, that's what I would do. Like, yeah. I would be like, all right, gentlemen, I pose, um, so, Ukraine. Here's what we're doing. What can I do better? Right. Like, could you imagine the... Because yeah, that's, that's how we breathe. That's what I'm saying. We like, always do it like that. Like, hey, brother, like, hey, what do you think? Is this cool? Yeah. It is, but do this, man. See, what do you, what do you think about cool that? Right there? <laughs> like, oh, I never even yeah. thought about that. It's awesome. That's what I'm saying. Y'all need like a round table of like just downloads debriefs whatever the fuck you want to call it y'all just get together and share your thoughts at least once a year the funniest part is the screw ups because the way guys the do it, like, you can't believe what happens yeah. I, like, you never see it the way we get that happens to us is it's a god thing it's like funny I guess I don't know mm-hmm. but the stories that come out of that like how did you get into that man how did you even get into that oh. speaking of god I just have to ask are, are you a believer oh yeah okay I yeah. figured with Michael W. Smith I mean yeah <laughs> Yeah, so from, um, man, I, I stepped away for almost two decades. Um, my best friend died when, in a car crash when I was 15, and I was a very destructive kid from 15 till really selection. And then um, when I made it to the teams, uh, then I was a narcissist, and uh, the, the team like pounded all of that ego out of me for a while. And uh, But I still hadn't figured it out. And then I got on the team life, you know, I got trips abroad and beautiful places with all the authority and power, which is a bad combo for, um, a selfish prick. Um, and it wasn't until my marriage was like on the rocks that I called Chad and uh, he's like, well, when was the last time you walked into a church? I was like, man, I can't walk into a church. He's like, well, why not? I'm like, well, God, and I, I need Jesus to explain to me why I've seen so many little girls dead and raped to death, and I've seen so many burning bodies. Like when I can have that explained to me, then I'll figure out why I can walk when I can walk into church. It's like, well, maybe you could talk to him about that. I'm like, well, aren't you just so scared? Well, good for you, Chad. Who the hell even talking to you, yeah. man? <laughs> well, where do you think you talked to him about those yeah. things? At? I'm like, yeah, I don't know, bro. He lives around here. He does. He's super close. He's thirty minutes from here. Guys, that drop that straight logic. Need to have him over for dinner. <laughs> I don't like it at all. Dude. Just speak the truth, right? Yeah. Hey, when guys. you want to live in a lie, though. Oh yeah, I know. Worse I, than the truth. Hey, I, bro, I got the same way you did. Yeah. Like, he does the like... foundation that um, Boss mentors at. Yeah, Mighty, Mighty Oaks. Yeah, Mighty yeah. Oaks. They're great, man. Mm-hmm. I've, I've I've been to one personally. Oh yeah. yeah. There's so many. Oh my guys, are, there's so many out there. Mm-hmm. And that's the best part is like because we, like I said, we trickled out, man. These guy kind of got in their own little deal. Like, what can I do? You know? And then yeah. they got really good at it. And then you started hearing about them. And now that we're getting connected, the older we get, you know, we all got money now. And we yeah. can go do things. Got kids on the ground. They're growing fine. Kind of getting stable, I guess. Yeah. Getting our battle rhythm in here. I, man, there, there's a wave coming. When you got well, Mike you know. Glovers and Evans and Matts and JTs and yeah. U's and Morgans yeah. and Jockos, where like we are now becoming not just powerful and rich and connected, but again, realizing our purpose. And men like you that get a purpose, that is a, 
That's a dangerous ours is, thing. We have found ours in church, and we have always been believers, but it wasn't really until we just committed ourselves yeah. um, a year ago. And there's we have found a whole new purpose. I love being back in the town. Mm-hmm. I, I forgot what that was like. He mows the yard I forget at the church. what that was like, man. We forget about all that. Marcus yep. is the groundskeeper. You know how cool here? it is to go to Costco's. Like we go on dates to Costco's, bro. <laughs> yeah. you know how great that is, man. I forgot about that. Yeah, man. I uh, you forget how fat the stuff that we would do over there. This was the first time that I've had a week in my bed with my wife in a year. Oh my oh, gosh, well, you know, and, that's uh, hard. You guys need vacation. Yeah, it's not not in the table yet. We're working on it. Oh my god! I'm just throwing it out there, bro. She's a trooper. How long have you been married? <laughs> Fifteen years of September. Damn. Oh, nice work. That's awesome. Yeah. I want to meet her. She is. She is fierce. I love that. Yeah. Like, hey, we're just keep, keep every, recruiting everybody yeah. to Texas. Pigeon. All of our guys yeah. to Texas, and we're throwing this out there. Should veterans? Should we unionize? How powerful would that be? <laughs> <laughs> so I, we, I, I've kicked around like Evan and I were talking. Or whatever about you it. want to call it, whatever yeah. that is. It, like the 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 count the phone the council of elders where like when the thank you when the phone rings Dude. and we say. Pick, pick an issue, pick a topic. Whatever it is. Yeah, and we're like, we're uniting on this issue. Yeah, that's it. You can't stop us. I, like everybody the everybody I bring that up to, they get this grin on their face like that was the best yeah. idea. I was like, man, why don't, I don't know why we, you know how we can make it work. Same way with, by the time I'm done, you just walk in with that car to any hospital. So it'd basically be like the modern day VFW, like whoever's in charge of that, or Legion of... Just pull those legs. I was thinking like, more like, like Al, Capone, uh, Al Capone with the mob. No, no, get, but that's but, what like, I'm saying. Yeah. Mafia, the great. <laughs> like, <laughs> you gotta remember who you're talking about over here. About that all out. Yeah, 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 of course. We're gonna have drums and machine guns. And like, <laughs> oh no, they're they're figuring it out. Marcus has always wanted, like, in every state, no matter where you are, for there to be like this secret house that anybody. We have that. I want that for everybody. That. Like, for yeah, we absolutely they have could that. go to or whatever. He talks about that. I'm like, oh, that'd be. Fun. We have the best fraternities and the fact that we're connected to the other side too it's like hey man we can go, I can go more, anywhere more so than ever in history ever, yeah, yeah absolutely 100 i do we, think oh, it's because we have to fight together yeah but marcus and morgan were in a fraternity in college and they've really taken that kind of mindset um of six graders with guns that's what they call it <laughs> yeah <laughs> and brought it i mean obviously you had it in the teams and everything but taking that out and as veterans i mean that neighborhood down the street is half his fraternity brothers and half his SEAL team brothers. Yeah. It's so funny. Like, they all are all together. Kids are running They're running all together. pod. That's awesome. We get to hang out because our kids are hanging out <laughs> together. It's like, yeah, I'm going to take the kids over here and let them yeah. learn something. We just to hang out with the boys. It's fantastic. That little crew I talked about in my neighborhood, we spent all yesterday afternoon after church with... Uh, a Kubota fixing our motorcycle track for the backyard. That's what I'm talking about. That's great boys. stuff, right? Yeah, the yeah. RC yeah. or the motorcycle track yeah. in the back. Yeah. Every, all of our my, buddies my got some kind of... rides 110 right now. I love that. So much fun, dude. And he did it. Right? He rips it. Sure That's awesome. Man. Seven. That's, That's awesome. so fun. I just learned like five years ago how to ride. That's right. My knees are still fun. looking at those, my so 250. Like, I hate you. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's what Morgan does. Yeah, he loves that. He did a dirt bike. A little pit is... bike kind of. Mm. Oh. Give me too much power, man. I will use it. I'll kill myself. That's right. Oh. <laughs> That's How? why I put my foot down. I don't let Show him do half the things that Morgan does because Marcus <laughs> would kill himself. I'll freaking do it, man. I'll get in there. I... 
it, get, it starts to get good. To, you know how it is. It starts to get good to you, and you're like, oh, yeah. He just he won't slow down. He doesn't know caution or anything. He so it's, it's, it's it's been burnt. Like the, yeah. that thing in our heads. Like that thing's killed. They killed that t- 15 years ago. Yeah. Literally, when they're like, you're at 30,000 feet altitude. Light is green. You'll never get that out of there. No. Well. That's why I'm. <laughs> that's Luckily, my body breaks down. You, that's probably why our bodies break down. No, no. Yeah. It has to be. Yeah. To slow that down. Yeah. Because, yeah. man, there's nothing to slow me down quicker than when them knees start, yeah. you know, like. Well, I'm walking to those pearly gates and the, the, that beater, the wheels are right? falling off. You know, it's <laughs> like, I can't let this in 100%, there. 100%, bro. Yeah. Well, yeah. You can either turn me back or let me yeah, in. You're dragging like, me by my foot. Yeah. Like, awesome, dude. <laughs> so funny. Isn't that oh, funny? God. Okay, so how do we promote your book? Where do people find it? How do people find you? I mean, it's 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 uh, all the places where you know big books are sold, and uh, Amazon is probably where everybody buys books from. Scars and Stripe. It's wild. We have like a thousand ratings. We have a thousand five star ratings, and the only not the people that didn't like it obviously didn't read it. And they're just like, "Fuck Tim Kennedy." Oh my gosh! <laughs> like, Thanks. Okay. Yeah, great. You review. gotta have one out of five thousand. Yeah, I know. That's you not gotta, a bad odd. You gotta, you gotta have them. And then, man, supporting Save Our Allies, you know, the, um, the, the things that, that we're doing in Ukraine right now, are, are they're, they're indescribable. Um, when I came back, I was literally like holding the hand of a four-year-old who doesn't have parents, hmm. you know, like coming into Poland. Um, Is that, are they still going in there, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I have a question. Yes, um, do you know of any organizations that are in the Ukraine that are looking like adoption agencies because i have had a lot of friends ask that that want to adopt kids the u.s makes it impossible so to yeah. adopt i tried um, to be an afghan kid did you yeah they said um, be kidnapping oh my gosh yeah so i left it so through <laughs> save our allies <laughs> Through Save Our Allies, if you hear of any okay. adoption, will you let us know? Yeah. My wife said no more. She like cut cut me out. So I'm trying to Yeah. I'd have I'd have all the kids. So I'm now trying to circumvent. fun, man. Yeah. I'm trying to circumvent her uterus. When by you see him start <laughs> learning <laughs> and like doing it. Yeah. Right. Circumvent the sorry, circumvent. <laughs> <laughs> She was like, give me a little black kid from Louisiana. Give me a little Leave these suckers. I'll train them up. Give me a fire team. one of them, man. They will be badasses like you can't believe, man. Oh, my god, My kids are rad. Yeah. I would brag all this, like, for another 10 hours or however long you get to talk about my kids. That's how you know you're supposed to be there. Yeah. Because when you can start talking about we get to talk about them the whole time. Yeah. And just the, I get that now. We didn't have that back in the day, I feel like. That's it's awesome, man. Yeah, thanks for coming out here and doing it. Do, uh, give us your social media handles. It's uh, Tim Kennedy or Tim Kennedy MMA. It's one of the. Okay. It's mostly Tim Kennedy MMA, I think. Not okay. hard to find. No, I am. Yeah, like a million something followers on the Instagrams and Facebooks, yeah. and congratulations with all that. After everything, coming back and then stepping into that that world is brand new for us, especially with UFC, man. That's that's hardcore, bro. I feel like you really outdid me on that one. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I, I've been Tim thinking Kennedy about it. I kind of bitched out. I didn't. I, 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 I love. That's impressive. All you guys that go into that arena, man, because it is. That, that's good stuff. Yeah, I. Uh, I'm not joking. Most of the guys on the team w- could have gone and fought professionally. You know the, uh, the the level of athletes and the pedigree of guys that are on the teams are people just don't understand. 
Like, do you want to go play? Yeah, they never will. You, you never know, will. Like, go play NFL. Yeah, yeah. They go play NFL. Like, if they want to go be pro fighters, they go pro, be pro fighters. But they choose to do this. That's the hardest thing to do. Yeah. That ought to let you know. Like, and I remind myself that all the time, especially with the younger ones. I was like, hey, man, they could have done anything they wanted. Anything. Anything. Some of the guys that they sit in there, I tell, she says this too, man. There's, there's the ones we say, hey, they're break glass in case of war. You don't want to talk to them. You don't want to hang out with them. You don't want to see them in town. Yeah. Now, he has some friends that come by. I mean, they're freaking monsters. You, you know, we work with you. I mean, yeah. I, you know what I'm talking about, man. And then uh, I just want everybody else to know that they exist. Yeah, they're out there. And then you got the, the Ivy League guys. Like, hey, how you doing? You know, yeah. smooth. Looks like a banker, man. Like, What's up, man? Yeah. Wears the asshole shirt all the time. I mean, we got them. Every yeah. single from uh, both dynamics. What a blessing that was to be in that fraternity, man, to, to play like that. For sure. Luckiest job in the world. Yeah. So awesome. Well, thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, thank you, you so much Enjoy. for coming.